and we are back. I am Eric. He is Paul. We are the Fat Packs, and this is Beckett Radio. What's going on, Paul? Saw, dude. Saw, dude. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing okay, man. It's day three. Day is is it day? It's day two. It's day officially day two. Day two. We've been here for three days. But we've been here for three days. Taking uh, Vegas over. Still three for three on the buffets. Three for three on the buffets. <laughs> so, I haven't really left the hotel a whole lot, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's been good. Um, got down to see Margaritaville last night. We did. That was a. Uh, uh, the food was good, but like the ambiance, I just I'm not a part of. Not it so all. much. That was weird. There was uh, mermaids on stilts and stuff like that that I wasn't. It's a little exactly scary. It's like, like clowns. It's just scary. Yeah, it's a little scary. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, day three. We're gonna we're gonna start off uh, start out with a hobby giant, man. I, I think that's that's fair to say. Uh, Mike Mike from Jaspie's Hobbies Land. Jaspie's Hobby Land. Is that right? That's like, right. Like yeah. a, he he's sitting right in front of us with with young Jaspie. Yes. Uh, Mr. Uh, Nick. Yep. Uh, his son, twenty years old. Uh, are you are you new to this? I'll start with you. Are you new to this uh, or no? So my first national was 2010, and I helped my dad with at the Tops booth when he was working for Tops. Okay. Oh wow. So okay. I've had like six straight nationals. So six straight nationals. Yeah. Is this your first summit? No. No. This is my second summit. Your second summit? Yeah, I went two years ago. I didn't go last year. Not to Hawaii. No. You, you, your dad didn't I, foot I the bill. Not to Hawaii. Budget cuts. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. Um, I, I don't. I don't even know where to start, Mike. You you are uh, just a giant in the hobby, and I'm not trying to you know <laughs> butter you up or anything. But I think that's that's fair to say. I just really want to get your thoughts on you know where the hobby was when you when you first got into it, and walk us through to what where it is now and what you see what you see the hobby is now. Sure, sure. Um, well, to be honest, the first uh, the first time I sold baseball cards, the first time I went to a card show was in 1969. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. I was uh, a teenager, and I flew from Philadelphia to uh, Los Angeles with my dad, who was also a collector. Okay. And uh, we went to the home of, uh, uh, it was called the Southern California Sports Collectors Show, and it was at a home, uh, Jim Knoll. Uh, It's also the the show that had the first autograph guest. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Which was... uh, uh, he came in, he sat on the couch, he, he talked. There was probably 15, 18 people in the room from all over the country. Oh, wow. And uh, Bud Daly was his name. He was a pitcher for the Yankees. Okay. So uh, you, at, at that time, people were still, you know, they were trading, they were buying, they were selling. Uh, you know, I had my briefcase full of cards, and, and I brought it and sold it. And uh, that was sort of the early shows. The shows then developed going into like legion halls and get a little bit bigger mm-hmm. some conference centers and then in the early 70s what took off can, can i can i stop you right there and ask you a question where did the values come from and then obviously beckett wasn't around then so um um well there was a a woody gelman and and uh, um jefferson bird put together it was called the american card catalog and they put that uh started cataloging in the 1930s Oh, wow. And then they published their first hardcover book. It was a price guide, but it, it covered all trading cards. Okay. Um, and, and that was sort of a basis. All right. Okay, so it was sort of a starting ground, but, but really it's whatever the market would bear even at that time. Okay. Um, all right. And, and completely different because the Internet wasn't around, obviously. So Yeah, the Internet I mean, wasn't around, and... Yeah, just the popularity of the players, and, and gosh, that must have been very hard to try to 
That's like pioneer stuff right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out, like, I mean, you're, you're <laughs> yeah, really because you have your Mickey Mantles, which we know what they're worth now. But back then, did they right. carry the same kind of weight? You know, obviously not the same prices, but like when you're comparing like a five dollar card to a hundred dollar mm-hmm. card, that had to be very right. interesting to. But in to the try in, to in the early seventies, then some some uh, hobby publications came along: uh, Sports Collectors Digest, Sports Collectors News, Sport Fan. So they had buy and sell ads. So so you would gar- gather prices there. Okay, too. I got you. Um, but yeah, prices were were uh, pretty uh, tough to nail down, especially on the the better cards. That makes sense. Makes sense. But then you could buy a uh, Wagner for eight to twelve hundred dollars too. <laughs> oh, <okay>. Wow! <laughs> wow! How many of those did you get? <coughs> I had. A, I've actually had ownership in a few Wagners. Tell the story a lot. But uh, oh, okay. Uh, All right. The first one. Uh, uh, I was in a show in Maryland in, in, in the basement of uh, uh, a collector. So we all were, were there, probably 20 people. And uh, I had the opportunity to buy a Wagner for $800. Okay. Uh, I didn't have the money. Um, I had some of it. I didn't have all of it. Uh, he said, okay. And I passed. And he went over to another collector and sold it to him for 1200 Holy smokes. I got the discount because uh, he was a friend of my dad's. Ah. Okay. But uh, to this day, I sort of talk about that. W- wish I had kept that. But if but I had bought it. You would have sold it for 1500 before. It yeah. For 2000 or, or whatever it was. Whatever yeah. it be. Yeah. But, wow. Uh, wow. But, yeah. That's, I've, I've never even seen one, and to let alone <laughs> have the opportunity to buy one. And that one, was a record you know? price at the time. Oh, of course. That yes. was a record yeah. price. Yeah. Got a six, right? Yeah, it's probably a PSA five to six. Holy smokes! Wow! Yeah. Holy smokes! Yeah. Okay, so you, you started then. Get us to the seventies and eighties, and up to your time at Beckett. Sure. So in in the seventies was mainly shows. Um, uh, Nineteen seventy seven, I moved to California, and uh, I just gotten out of the military, and uh, I just started setting up at the Southern California. Shows every Wednesday of the month and a few of the others, and uh, sort of made a full time job out of it at that time. Opened my first card shop in 1982. Okay. Um, sold that one. I strictly went mail order catalog. All right. Uh, then I opened up another shop in 1990. And uh, 92, I, I saw the writing on the wall as far as production numbers. And uh, I went to Dallas and worked for Becca Publications, uh, was there seven years, then went to the Pit.com in New York City. Okay. Uh, the Pit.com was purchased by Tops. Ah, yeah, uh, okay. So I sort of integrated into Tops. I started the Tops Vault, Tops.com, worked okay. at Tops for 14 years. Uh, thought I was going to be retired. Right. <laughs> I moved right. family back to Southern California, and Nick, my youngest son, was into case breaks. Okay. And he was watching them, and, and right. I said, hey, this is pretty cool, something we could do together. And uh, the last three years, we've been doing the case breaks, awesome. and uh, it's really, to me, seeing the hobby from the beginning mm-hmm. to, the, to the current state, it's evolved you know people come said all oh, the card shows all of a sudden card shows came and then the and then the, uh, the internet came and 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 now you just have to adjust and now the customers and the kids a lot of kids involved with case breaks watch mm-hmm. case breaks it's very exciting i think that's where uh the future goes as far sure. as cards sure absolutely man I, like i was telling somebody the other day i watch case breaks like i watch tv shows Absolutely. You know, I just sit there at night and watch it, or on the way home from work, I'll put one on the, you know, put one on my phone and listen to it or uh-huh. whatever that's going on. So, 
yeah, it's definitely the way of the way it, of the future. It, we had a couple of breakers on yesterday. We had a uh, Mojo and um, the Clubhouse on because the well, well, you guys were were you guys in the in the in the case breaking thing yesterday? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, you guys were in there. It was a very lively conversation. That was honestly that's the best conversation I've heard of this at this event mm-hmm. so far. Was that yeah. was that conversation? So. You brought your dad back into to case to, into the hobby. Yeah. Um, thank you. <laughs> so, um, wh- where where do you, where do you see the hobby at right now? I mean, wh- what do you think it's going to go? Um, yeah, I definitely think uh, the companies are now like a couple years ago. Um, this was mentioned in the meeting, I think, that uh, group breakers kind of seemed like the devil. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, other shops, but now I th- I see a lot of shops adapting to it. Um, they had the program earlier yesterday where they were teaching uh, shops how to do case breaks in their store and online. Um, so, yeah, I see companies making products that cater to group breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, you had the Topps Transcendent earlier this year. Yes. Which was definitely – and then you have the Bowman Chrome, which is yes. solicited now. Yeah. It's only four cards. Right. So I think uh, I think that's definitely the way it's going. Yeah, that transcendent product—that was the only way it could be opened. Yeah, was yeah. to do case breaks. Which, I mean, yeah. that case was just, product. you know, that's like no one's going to drop twenty-seven thousand yeah. dollars on a box of box yeah. of cards. Did, or did you guys open case that? of cards? I guess. Yeah, we opened uh, five. 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 five, five, of them. Yeah. five. What was your What was your big hit out of that? Um, so it? I pulled the Roberto Clemente cut auto. Nice. That was nice. Um, and then we have another breaker, Joe, who's the main breaker on our channel. Um, he pulled the. Jeter 101 autograph. Yeah. Sweet. A bunch of other stuff. Wow. Wow. That was nice. Yeah. That is nice. Yeah. That's nice. That's yeah. good stuff. Well, with your with your years of experience in the hobby, how important is the industry summit? I mean, I, I this is my first one. Uh-huh. So, uh, what what I'm seeing in the day in and day out is a lot of conversation and I, I'm learning that a, a lot of people like each other even though they act like they don't like each other. <laughs> um, but um Either that, or it's all show. I don't know. I don't know. But what do you, what do you think the importance of the industry summit is, and how does it help bring the community together? Well, first thing, it gives everybody face time. Yeah. So it's it's not every day you can go and 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 talk to sales reps or um, executives from card companies and and sort of get feedback from them and and. Uh, and give them feedback also. So it's really the only opportunity. There, there is no other show in this industry at the national or things like that. You, you just can't get that FaceTime. Sure. And um, I, th- I think that's very, very important. Um, it also connections. You know, sure. The, the dealers, they can talk to the shop owners, and 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 you can work out uh, uh, strategies and and get tips on how they do and what they do and and. Uh, I think what it does it 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 brings people together where then they want to work together. Of course. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, most a lot of these people will be at the national, but this is so crazy. You know, there's okay. so much going on. You know, at the national, you don't get time to actually talk to people. To, and no, it, this no. is more laid back environment. The seminars and going to dinner and you mm-hmm. know doing stuff like that. So it's right, very cool. Right. So I, is it is it safe to say this is where the business is done for the year? Then you know, where um, th- those connections are made and. Um, relationships are established and it, it kind of sets the platform for you know for the year into the next year is that is that safe to say sure okay absolutely all right yes all right. Cool. cool i i think i feel that same way as too i'm just i've really been a spectator more than anything else sitting back and watching all the interactions and and how things are going i'm 
I'm very impressed, actually. Yeah, it's it's been great with the card companies making a few announcements yeah. and some other stuff that's come out and whatever. Um, mm-hmm. What do you guys have on the horizon? Anything exciting look forward to this year from you guys? Anything um, coming up? Well, you know, the case breaking, this is um, – it, it's sort of been a, a, a crazy year because football – um, oh yeah! What's <laughs> happened now is football is a 365-day business. It sure. is. Um, it is. It's our biggest sport. It's our biggest seller. Um, basketball next year is going to have a huge rookie crop, so that's going to be great. Uh, we're looking to expand into enter- entertainment. Okay. So if, the, so if there's a, anybody out there that that wants to give a shot at. Uh, Case breaking. We're looking for somebody who has an entertainment background. Okay. okay. Uh, Star Wars, Marvel, all that. Uh, the card companies are upper deck is putting together a, a great package of products this year for sure. Marvel. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah, are yeah. going to be very, very breakable. Okay. So that's sort of where we're going. All right. Okay. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. What, what What do you think, Nick? What do you, What do you think you're going to go? Um, I don't want to assume, but I would assume that you are going to take over at some point in time. So yeah. Uh, what do you think the long term goal is for for Jaspies? Um, yeah, I think definitely expand. So we just started our hockey channel. Hey, thank God. Hey, there's a hockey fan. <laughs> thank you. So, so uh, what we found was that the main core, like the three main sports baseball football basketball um those that audience didn't necessarily want to watch the hockey breaks okay um so we diverted that into a new hockey channel and he's been doing great um just pulled three mcdavid autos last night oh really different breaks wow um wow that's doing pretty good so i think um splitting it up into different channels so everyone has their uh own channel they can go to own community is definitely the way to go well, I'm gonna check the hockey channel out. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, poor Eric always yeah. looks for people that collect hockey. Yeah, cards. I'm I'm the sucker in Dallas that still collects hockey cards. <laughs> <laughs> that's me, but that's awesome. Hey, man, uh, we're we're up against it here. We gotta we gotta get somebody else in here. So, but uh, we're gonna let you go and go back and mingle. But we want to thank you for coming on. Um, it, before we before you go, please drop all your contact information so our listeners can get a hold of you. We're, we're websites, Facebook, whatever you got. Twitter, whatever you got. Okay. Appreciate that. So, uh, so it's uh, jaspieshockeyland.com. Okay, is our website, our main website. And if you're into hockey, it's jaspieshockeyland.com. All right. Uh, Twitter is uh, at jaspieshockeyland. Instagram at jaspieshockeyland. We broadcast on YouTube okay. uh, six days a week, Monday through Saturday, All from right. 3 p.m. to midnight. Pacific time. Oh wow, you're just full go. Yeah. Do you have a girlfriend, Nick? Because no. <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't bode well for for that. Hope she's a morning person. Awesome. <laughs> before before you get out of here, let me let me give you a, point, a bit of advice. Um, we have constant people coming on this show that say, "I was into collecting until this point," and it usually starts with "I met a girl." <laughs> so, um, but then ten years later, they get back into it because that relationship didn't work out. Just forget the relationship and just keep going. <laughs> yeah, just go cards. Just go cards. So you don't have to tell that same story. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for coming on uh, with us. And uh, we just really appreciate your time today. Thank you, sir, for uh, what you've done in the hobby, who, who you are in the hobby. That means a lot. And uh, for you to stop by Becker Radio, we just, we're really appreciative. Absolutely. Sure. Thanks for having us. Right, no thank problem, you. Man. you guys have, have a great guys. day, okay? All right. This is Marlon from Sparty Hawk Cast, and you are listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back from that quick break. Uh, 
Mike and Nick from Jaspie's Hobbyland. Awesome, man. Really cool. Love a father-son team. Love a father-son team. Um, now, uh, we have royalty amongst us. I, w- I would say a pro of sorts. A pro, a pro of sorts. Yeah. I like what you did you like there. what I did there? Uh, Lynn LaPlaca is with us. If you don't know that name, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, you should. <laughs> you should. You should probably know that name. Uh, Lynn Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy that you're here. I really want to tell you this off front. I don't, I don't know you from Adam. I met you the other day for the first time, but I've watched you interact with people here. You were one of the most sincere people I've ever seen oh, in this thank hobby. Thank you so much. It, it's, so. it's really cool. And um, for a hobby that is cut, as cut though as this place is sometimes, you, it, it's nice to see that. And so just thank you for being who you are. Thank you. I appreciate that. Awesome. So um, how long, let's uh, let's start there. Tell us who you are and how long you've been involved in the hobby, but don't date yourself, okay? Okay. (laughs) Well, I just celebrated 30 years with Ultra Pro. 30 years with Ultra Ultra Pro. Pro. That's awesome. (laughs) Wow. So um, that dates me a little. (laughs) (laughs) I joined the sales part of our team at Ultra Pro um, 22 years ago. Okay. Okay. So I've been in the hobby for 22 years. Wow. Um, our first page that we made for for the hobby business to be a polypropylene page was um, in 1989. Oh, okay. That, that's the nine pocket. That's it's the standard. Pocket. What okay. everybody knows. And okay. The, the wonderful story to that is that there was a lots of a lot of pages on the market, and they were all PVC. Okay. And we were a company that made pocketed pages for photos. And our owner at the time, Robbie Ship, took us took that technology and said, we're gonna make a nine pocket page because we wanna make sure that things are gonna be protective and archived. A huge Beckett article came out and it was called Chemical Warfare. Oh, oh wow. And and it was about PVC versus polypropylene. Okay. Sense. So, but within six months, we took the the market, and our beca- our page became the page of choice. So awesome. six months from from nothing to six months, you destroyed the competition. Yes. Good deal. It, it's, and it's, you know, looking back, I still have some of those PVC pages. Mm-hmm. They are brick. Really. So yeah. if you can imagine. Oh, they are. Oh yeah. yeah, for sure. I've seen some collections and whatever, and it's just like. Yeah, ripping them apart, oh, and it's, it's horrible. Bad. Yeah, it's bad. so it's it was a good thing for the hobby. Yes, for sure. Well, I said she was nice and serious, sincere, but that was the most cutthroat thing. I've <laughs> 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 we took them down. <laughs> we just destroyed them. We destroyed them. Uh, so, but good right. for them though. Good for them coming up with using what they were doing in a different in different world, different yes. capacity, and adapting and changing it to to sports industry. That's awesome. F- from your perspective, what has Ultra Pro done? correct over the last 30 years to make them the name that they are i mean i don't i'm not tooting any horns but i prefer ultra pro over other products i know that there are other other products on the market there but um ultra pro seems to be the way so how do you guys stay ahead of every everybody else well i think it goes really back to the roots and the roots was i attended every show there was every weekend handing out free product Mm. would you like a nine pocket page would you like an ultra pro nine pocket page would you like an ultra pro nine pocket page okay so it really got to the the end user and we believe if you can educate that end user it's going to drive them into the stores um we obviously love brick and mortar so that is um you know a place that you want to take care of and you want to make sure we listen to them so at events like this we really do take a lot of notes and go back and try to design and develop 
what it is that they are asking that their customers need. So it's I I don't use it that often. So what it's important for me mm -hmm. to hear what is it that you need for us to make. So it's always the sampling, and then it's the you know education to the consumer. That makes perfect sense. I mean, especially with the card companies changing the sizes and the mm. thickness and all the different things. I mean, you, the whole magnetic thing is just a this pretty recent. They've mm -hmm. had to come out with all, and there's what, about four or five different sizes of those as well. Oh, I Mag think we got so about ten. Is there ten now. sizes? <laughs> no, I don't know. Just keep, they just keep changing. Yes. You know, and adapting. So you really have to stay on top of all that stuff. It, that was another one. Um, the One Touch came as when we were in Hawaii doing this this event. Mm -hmm. um, we gave out thick one screws, and everybody asked me, "Do you have a screwdriver?" And this was just after 9/11. Ah. Uh, and uh, I w uh -huh. I went and I said. We need to come up with something because I can't travel with the screwdriver anymore. Right. Sure. So right. we need to figure this out. And our um, founder, Robbie Ship, went to uh, to China and he found a photo frame that was held together with magnets. Oh wow! It was get. It was was it guess? It, no, it was Coach. It was a Coach photo frame, and it um, was acrylic. Okay. So we just took that idea and made it into a one touch that's there awesome Th that with with adapting and, and finding out what customers need and everything i i believe the birth of the uh the booklet one touch mm -hmm. is obviously oh, something that, that as well that, yes. yeah because that was needed for a while before oh, before it happened a and long time yeah and then it happened we're like oh geez now they're it, you can't live without them right <laughs> those booklets are hard to keep it in a good condition anyway when they come out of the packs and they're open and shut or whatever mm -hmm. and then the way you guys put the stuff together to display them is awesome. It so. was, a, for a long time, the 361 touch is what held it, but closed. Right. You couldn't really display it. And that one also, designing it, if it's a thicker booklet, mm -hmm. it's not, and when you open it up because of the hinge size of it, it goes longer. So that's why we ended up with two right out of the gate, uh, a 185 and a 187. Right. So. Wow. And then quickly, the horizontal one came out so. of course yeah <laughs> of course why not yeah. <laughs> that horizontal one that, those are the odds yeah, the card companies need to consult with you yes. first <laughs> yeah and say I would hey like this, for is them what we, this is what we're gonna do we're gonna do this eight by ten thing or whatever and then like yeah let, let you know absolutely yeah. i would i would like for them to just tell me as they're in their planning stages right. sure what size they're coming out with if it's something new that we need to do that i think is where the synergies can be a little bit better but yeah. everything is always on the you know on the dl yeah, yeah. everything's yeah that's so that's true. It's all on the DL. It's all on the DL because one company doesn't want the other company to know yeah. what they're doing because they're going to yeah. put it out beforehand. And I get it. Then you get, get the checklist like job the day of. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> I see. Running after it. Running after <laughs> it. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, where do you think where do you think Ultra Pro is going to go from here? I mean, what what's new and on the horizon for Ultra Pro? Well, we have um, – well, obviously, we're diversified. Okay. So we have – our gaming side of the business, and then we have our sports side of the business, and then we have a lot of other things that are coming in because we're, we're doing a lot of dice and plush and all, all kinds of things now. Um, we just want to be, you know, an everyday brand okay. for, for everyone. All and right. um, with Frank Whitaker heading up our sports Frank. side. <laughs> I love Frank. <laughs> we, we all love our Frank. Yeah. He, uh, he's really breathed a lot of life into the, the new look that mm -hmm. we're doing. Sure. The new items. He's really he's in there listening to what people want so sure. we can come up with some new things. So we've got some new um, what we'd like to call executive holders 
in, okay. in the plan right oh, now. Oh, wow. So okay. it could be for someone on their desk that, you know, not just a plastic thing. Sure. Something gotcha. a little bit more nice. Nice. Sure. Good deal. Very cool. All right, I'm going to let you run because we're up against it. And we got, Sorry uh, about that. Yes. No, no, you're no, fine. You're, good. you're, you're fine. Good. You're good. You are great. I just want to thank you for your time and the hobby. Thank you. Uh, thank you for being who you are. A beautiful, lovely, radiant person. That's well, very awesome. You. And we don't see that much around here. So. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you, boys. Thank you very much. Before you go, yes. uh, I'm going to get you to sign an autograph for us. Oh, you okay. got it. All right. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Good deal. We'll be Take right care. back, guys. This is Craig with LegendLockers.com, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right. Another quick break has come and gone, and we are back with another hobby icon i know man it's just <laughs> just all over the place as he rolls his eyes yeah. rob bertrand from gts uh is with us go gts live right man how are you doing sir i'm doing well thanks for having me on it's a little different being on this side of the microphone myself yeah, really you don't do this often I, I don't do too many interviews usually i'm in in that side of the seat okay oh, very cool i, I, I know I mean, obviously i know who you are and i think most of our listeners would know who you are as mike fruitman approaches us and <laughs> okay <laughs> Okay, you are okay. in the under on deck circle. We are we are lining You're these up. You're creating demand. <laughs> boom, boom, we are. We um, are. Sweet. All right. Just for the novice who might not know who you are, let's back up. Tell tell people where you started in the hobby and where you're at now. Uh, I can do that. So I got back into the hobby like a lot of people who are forty something like myself. You know, twenty something years ago. Sure. And. By that point, I'd realized the hobby had really changed. Oh, yeah. There weren't four products to buy anymore. There was 40 in every sport. Sure. So I was looking for resources to help me make purchasing decisions. And so to get as big a breadth of opinions as possible, you know, I'd look at Beckett. And then I also found a site called Card Corner Club. Okay, yeah. Uh, back in the day, uh, I went to one of the shows and I just happened to have one of their t-shirts on that I had won in one of their podcasts. Okay. And the host, Doug Cataldo and Russ Cohen, yelled at me, nice shirt, like across the hall at Donald E. Stevens Convention Center. And after a conversation, um, they said, can you write? And I said, well, I've actually been told I write pretty well. I said, I'm going to send you a box of product to review and we'll take it from there. They liked what I did, started joining that team, writing product. Uh, through some exposure, eventually we uh, merged with Cardboard Connection, mm -hmm. did the radio show with them for a few years, mm -hmm. and uh, then got recruited to work at GTS Distribution. And I had the idea to bring our radio show into the video age, and so now it's Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show, live streaming on Facebook on Thursdays. You, you and Ivan, and uh, it's a fun show. It's That's a, cool. It's a, it's a real cool. fun show. Um, we are a show of cardboard connection alumni really we have uh david david has a a, a monthly segment with us called uh the break the builder yep yes, david right yeah, yeah david right david comes on and break honestly since that started in january it's our most listened to show every month it was a big uh popular segment when he did it as set of the week right. on our show right and it's no surprise to me. So I'm glad that David can be a good contributor for you guys. Uh, he will always be a valuable addition to anything he does. Yes. His knowledge is just mind-blowing. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> he started on those Glowback 91 Tops cards, and I just blew my you mind. You had no idea there was no so idea. much to know about no, those, I, did you? I had you? no idea. No idea. I opened cases of that stuff, and 
Never put a black light to it and turned it over. I just <laughs> never did it. Never did. <laughs> He's a walking encyclopedia. He is, man. He really ask is. him the next time you have him on, ask him if he hasn't already mentioned it about his collection of Branson music cards Branson music Branson from Branson music Missouri card. yeah they did a trading card set and he he busted it by the box really okay <laughs> yep Okay. All right, good deal. We're going right. to scrap that hockey one that we're going to do this yes, month. We're going to put him on the spot a little bit. Yeah. All right, he'll laugh. Stuff. All right, good deal. I see him twice a year, and uh, it's for those three or four days, it's the, the greatest fun because he is he's just a wealth of knowledge. He's quick, he's very smart, and he's very caring too. So Absolutely. It, he's a great guy to be around. He's a great guy for the hobby. Absolutely. And I'm glad to have him on, on, on Beckett Radio. It's so awesome. So uh, what? Let, let's get your thoughts about the announcements that have come from the industry summit this year. What do you, what do you think? I think it's great that Mantle's back in baseball cards. I, I kind of hadn't realized it'd been five years yeah. since he'd been on a baseball sure, card. Sure. Uh, so that's a good thing. Uh, how that plays out and uh, in, in benefit to the retail owner, I think has yet to be seen, but I think it'll certainly create more demand for some of maybe Panini's middle tier products. I mean, let's face it, everybody likes National Treasures. I mean, their higher end stuff's gonna yeah. sell anyway, but if they can work him into those mid-range price products, I think that could be a real benefit. Like Diamond Kings or? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, some of the other news, I, I just left a session with Paul Lesko, who does Law of Cards for mm -hmm. Cardboard Connection, and talking about the new autograph law in California. Retailers really need to be aware of how that can potentially impact their business. He's sure. going to post an article on that. I'm not going to spit it out here, but that's something to keep your eye on. Um, I think I've been a little bit surprised at a lack of the breaking news. Usually the summit is like one thing after another. Mm. I don't know if part of that has to do with, you know, one significant manufacturer not being in attendance in Upper Deck this year. Sure. Uh, but... We still have a day and a half left, so let's see what happens. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Leaf has got something coming up later today. Yeah, so. yeah they yeah. do. You never know what Brian's yeah, going to say. You can, that is a true statement. <laughs> we, we sat Brian down here. Our first guest of the summit, we sat him down here, uh, uh, I guess, Sunday night. And it, it was probably 30 minutes of the best radio that I've been a part of. He is just, again, a wealth of knowledge. He has great stories. And he's been around the hobby for, for 30 years. And he's... He, there's a lot of information there. And there's a lot of knowledge there that I think people kind of display sometimes. As a host myself, I know that uh, he is a wind-up toy. You wind oh, him yes. up, let him go, and it's hard for you to get a word in edgewise. Right. So in a lot of regard, he makes your job easy because he just, you just sit there and take it, it in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was speaking of, of your former hosting days on, on Cardboard Connection. I, I spoke with Brian Price. And he's, <laughs> I went back and, uh, in the game. Yeah, yeah I, I had to listen to some of that stuff. He had his own intro music. You guys would get him going, and he would just, wow. So <laughs> he would just go off the deep end. He was another one that just would, I mean, no holds barred, pull back the curtain. And I think that's what a lot of collectors really like is sure. they don't want that guarded corporate speak presentation. They want to know, how do you really feel? Right. Tell it like it is. Right, and right. while... As hosts, we can all certainly understand that not every manufacturer rep is in a capacity to be able to do that. We can certainly appreciate the ones that do, and they sometimes generate the best content. Yeah, yeah for I, sure. I, I, lo I love it when when they're so candid. You know, I'm sorry, they're so candid, and uh, there's no filter. 
but they're being honest with you, and you can tell the sincerity in their voice. You know, especially when they're sitting across from you, that in their face as well. This is what they think, and uh, I think that's really good for the hobby. Just, oh, without a man. doubt, without a doubt, without a doubt. All right, man. Uh, what, let's let's talk about Go GTS Live. What are you guys trying to do every week? What are you guys trying to get the message out? All right. So yeah, I think a lot of people look at GTS as obviously a major player in the distribution of multiple categories including trading cards ccgs and everything but we identified the need for content driven marketing to create awareness at the collector level so that collectors and consumers go to the store owner asking about product you can only drill a retailer over the head so many times with so many new products in a year before they their eyes glaze over and it's like too much to handle right for sure so if we can turn the consumer and collector onto something and have them from the ground up go to the retailer we figure that we're doing a service two ways by creating product awareness at the end user level and from the top down distributor to retailer it gives all retailers and brick and mortar stores a, a bigger opportunity to say hey you know what I'm hearing from this side we should carry this this side for this so we believe that now more than anything inventory diversification is important because sure. I don't know about you guys but I mean I PC Nolan Ryan and Cal Ripken Jr and if they have a figure I'm collecting it right? okay. you know if they have something else I'm collecting it so it's important to keep aware of changes in, in licensing in addition like you know, okay, so you can't get McFarland sports picks in MLB and NHL, but you can in Imports Dragon. And the number of retailers that aren't aware of that. Right. So we're hoping to create awareness in two different directions. So suddenly we've kind of gone into the media and content development business as sure, well. Sure. You guys, I, again, I love your show. I think it's great. So, Thank you. Um, a lot of hobby knowledge there. Uh, Ivan's entertaining. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. He, he, you know, I, I'm more of a, the straight guy. You mm-hmm. know, I always have been. And so I, I need someone to balance me in that capacity yes. to add that levity <laughs> and entertainment. He, he, he is your, your abbot. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Abbot. <laughs> <laughs> That's really great. Thanks for getting the reference, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's always bad when they don't, when yeah, when you don't the get reference. the reference. You're just looking at me staring. Uh. Uh, all right, man, we're going to get you out of here because we're up against it. And we've got to filter some more guests in here. Fair enough. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Love what you guys do. Keep up the great work. Thank you very uh, much. Thank you. All right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before oh, yeah. you go. Where, where can we catch GoGTS Live? Oh. GoGTS Live streams on Livestream and our Facebook page, uh, which is facebook.com slash GoGTS Live, Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every show runs about two hours live, and then we archive it on YouTube. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Go check that out, man. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Right. Appreciate it. Thank right. you very much. Bye-bye. This is Scott Sargent from WFNY, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back from another quick break. Um, I feel like we're quick breaking today a lot. We are quick breaking a lot. I'm, I'm going to get a little sentimental on you. You're going to get sentimental on yeah, me? Sentimental. Um, you never get sentimental I on never me. do. Uh, Mike Fruitman is here with us from uh, Mike Stadium Sports Cards in Aurora, Colorado, which was my original home card shop. Ah, that that I was mine. You. I can tell you the first, the first uh, mem-, mem card I ever pulled was a Nolan Ryan out of like Flair Authentics TIX 2002 right Yeah 2002 um, uh, pulled a Nolan Ryan seat card from uh, 
I guess the old Arlington Stadium. Uh, oh, okay. That was that was so Mike's was mine, and uh, oh, I've, I I've, so yeah. He's from Miami, but he lives in uh, uh, Denver, Colorado. Now. I'm sorry, Aurora, Colorado now, and uh, he's here joining us. Uh, he's just a uh, he's a hobby legend himself. Okay, all so. Right. Small cog, big machine. Small cog, big machine. <laughs> How are you doing, sir? You know, I, I'm, this is like the coolest thing in the world. First off, like it's in Vegas. Like, sure. Hello, this is like, I, I would go to any convention here, but <laughs> I literally spend 360 days going like, I'm not there. This really stinks. I'm not there. Uh, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> How long have you been coming to the summit? I guess that's the first question um, we should ask. I got lucky in, in 2001. I got a scholarship to Hawaii, and I got to go also in 2003. And I've been—I didn't go to any others, but I've uh, been to every other mainland one since. Okay. Okay. All right. So, what do you what do you think the value of the summit is then? You know, it, it, I, I kind of think of myself as a sponge, not just because I'm a card shop owner and I can't see my shoes, but <laughs> um, when I started going to this in 2001 and 2003, I mean, my, my 2001 story is I got off the plane. I got to the Ilakai and I was like, someone find me Steve James. I got to meet Steve James. Where's Steve James? <laughs> because I needed to meet him because of card trade. And I did so many of his promotions. And I, like, I remember running up to him like, like you know, some, some girl running up to like the rock star god. Sure. And I don't drink caffeine and whatever. And I'm just like, Steve James, Mike Fruitman, how you doing, man? And I'm like, I do this, I do this. Here's like this folder of things. And, I, and like 38 seconds later, he looks at me and goes, decaf, man, decaf. <laughs> wow, man, you're like a groupie. And so I really was. I was like, oh, my God, I'm talking with Steve James. They're like, holy crud, there's Rob Virus, and that's Alan Nars. And, you know, all these guys who, like, would never get moved up or get a good table at a restaurant. I'm sure. still like, oh, my God, that's those guys. <laughs> And, and back in those years, I was a sponge, and I was absorbing things. And I just stole every idea and made it mine. And I, I, I would not be open if it wasn't for this conference. And now, yesterday, somebody came up to me. They're like, hey, are you Mike Fruitman? And I'm like, yeah, I am Mike Fruitman. What's going on? Uh, you know, I'll talk to anybody. I don't care. Sure. And, and I, looked at his, I looked at him, and I was like, oh, my God, this is me in 2001. <laughs> and I was like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, can I, can I get, like, 10 minutes of your time? I'm like, I will give you three hours of my time. What would you like? <laughs> and it was like, I do this. Great. What do you do? Do you do this? And, and, like, let's make it better and make it yours. And let's just, you know, I, now I'm the sponge where I'm just wringing myself out. Sorry for the imagery. <laughs> no, that's all good. It's all good. I'm still waiting for Eric to stop uh, tearing up over here. Oh, stop it! <laughs> I get misty. Yeah. Mike's here. We go again. Okay. There we go. He was Mike's was the uh, the shop that I went to before I got deployed the first time. Okay. All right. Okay. And then uh, I came back on home. I came back home for leave, and I didn't get get, get over there. And then honestly, I haven't been to your shop since probably 2002. We should change that. We. You know what? I'm coming. Road trip. I'm coming to uh, I'm coming to Denver in August, so right. I will definitely be around. All right. I will definitely be around. But um, I want to give you some kudos. I see you interact on social media through uh, through Facebook a lot through your, your store page. You do a great job of of uh, just interact interacting with your customers. Is that something you picked up here at the summit from uh, from learning from other people? That's absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I remember there was a there was a tops meeting a number of years ago, and they go, "Hey, everybody, if you tweet this out." Then we'll, you know, whatever, there's a shop ski for you. Right. And I, and I was like, oh, my God, I don't have a Twitter page. Or I don't have a ah. Twitter account, excuse me. I mean, I had Facebook. And, like, okay, now I'm at Mike Stadium SC. And, you know, we've got however many people who follow us, whatever. But that, that moment was when I started doing Twitter. And, you know, I use Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. And it's a great way to stay in touch with people, blah, blah, blah. But it really is. I mean, when somebody pulls a big hit in my store... I'm showing it off when sure. we've got a collection that comes in. We started doing something called Singles Night, 
Okay. And I, I, my wife goes to bed at <laughs> 10 p.m., and a lot of my customers do not. So I'll pick up a collection, and literally I'll just go card by card. Hey, everybody, this came in. Everything in this row is $5. And I might sell $30 worth of stuff. I might have some nights where I've done $300 worth of stuff. But it creates trips for my shop. I get Everybody comes in to pick it up. Actually, I'm, i got to get some to Jim from Lefties, but I've got other stores who watch. Sure. And it's it's like the news is on or I'll watch what Mike is doing. And I've got customers who are like, we haven't done a singles night in a while. I'm like, well, I haven't had anything walk in. Like, I don't care. Just pick up a box in the back. Let's do something. Awesome. Oh, that's you, very you, cool. You recently had a, a nice Denver Broncos set come in, right? A uh, collection oh. come in. And being in Aurora, obviously, that's going to be uh, big in that area. What, what are some highlights of that? Do you remember? Um, it, it was basically every wonderful swatch that you would ever hope for. This guy, it, it, you talk about social media, he cold called me. Basically, I got a direct message from him on uh, Facebook. And it was like, okay, so what do you have? You know, when somebody says, I've got great cards, I, I always want to believe them. And then they sure, show right. up with 89 sure. Fleer or whatever percentage at the time. <laughs> and But he started sending me picture after picture after picture. And there were like 22 pictures of, you know, there's the five Devin Booker um, Nike swoosh cards from Immaculate. Oh, wow. There is colossal NT cards, and it was like, okay, you know, that's, this, yeah, that's legit. <laughs> I, I was like, my precious, my precious. Like I was like a <laughs> ring. I was like, okay, I, I'm gonna bite. I'm gonna bite your finger off to take this thing. That's crazy. And uh, it, the number came in. It's one of those things where I don't buy a lot through the mail. It's always a best case scenario situation. Sure. But it, it landed, and we have. It, you talk about live. I mean, we went Facebook Live. It took an hour to go card by card and show off the good ones. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. You also, uh, you you do a lot for, uh, you do a lot of signings. I don't want to say a lot, but you have signings in your shop. Um, for owners out there who, who don't know how to get connected with that kind of stuff, how, how, do, how does one go about that? You know, there's 36 different ways. I mean, we're very fortunate that we've done a number of them, and we get more calls than we make calls. Okay. Um, but and, and that's just a byproduct of working hard on it. Um, you know, I will tweet at players. I will, when we have a player who's in the shop, I'll give them business cards and say, "Look, anybody else on the team looking for an easy payday?" You know, and, and what's an autograph session? You you come out for an hour, you're adored, you have your favorite drink waiting for you, and sure. an hour later you leave with a wad of cash. So, right. Uh, excuse me. Let me clarify here. I write you a check. <laughs> you endorse the check, and you have the option of leaving with cash. Although we offered that to one of our guys. I don't. I don't want to say what sport or what team, whatever. But uh, we offered our guys, like, hey, you got the check. You want check or cash? He's like, I'll take your check. And literally an hour later, I get a call from a check cashing place going, hey, did you write a check in the amount of this much to yeah. this person? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, what's your cutoff that for cashing it there? He's like, oh, we're going to take about 25%. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, I offered him full cash. He could have left Get with the whole thing yeah. the whole thing yeah oh man wow. anyway hey to each their own i guess you've had you've had some nice names uh mostly colorado centric guys in there uh trevor story right trevor story oh, we yeah. had trevor the second week last year when he was the hottest player on sports in the world yeah yeah, yeah. tops hooked us up with that when they were going to do it was a great partnership and i'd love to see them do more of these but they were going to do a private signing with him and they wanted some amount of that to be public sure and we had the hottest guy in sports at my store it generated tremendous media coverage for us. We got a ton of emails off that day. A lot of folks started joining and following us on social media as well. It was monstrous. And uh, Tops, if you're listening, <laughs> we would, if you have, uh, you know, if you need a place to put Nolan Arenado for an hour, we'll, we'll gladly work with Absolutely. you. Absolutely, that guy's gonna be—he's gonna be good this year for sure. It's he's on the DL right now, isn't? He? Oh no, I hope not. I, <laughs> no. I, I haven't. If it you know didn't involve a blackjack table, I haven't really been following yeah, him the last few days. I, I have him as my starting third baseman. Uh, not—he's in my starting lineup. 
for my my uh, ESPN fantasy league. So uh, I got a message saying that he was not in the lineup the other day. Oh. So I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> he doesn't take a lot of days off. That would not be good. Uh, one of those. Uh, which one of those signings has uh, stood out to you, other than Trevor Story? Uh, you had the right after the Super Bowl. You had the the punter. Um, from the Broncos. We had Brandon McManus yeah, on Brandon, the yeah. Wednesday or Thursday after the Super Bowl. And, or, oh, cheeker, the kicker. Wow. The sorry, kicker. Brandon, I'm sorry. if you're listening, I apologize. I said pun, and that's my fault. <laughs> uh, but we had him in, and it was incredible. I mean, it was literally, it was like the parade through Denver didn't end. It just continued at the shop. Oh, wow. And, and, and you know, he got a killer game. He's a kicker. He had 10 points in the Super Bowl. We sure. don't win without him. Right. right. And uh, couldn't have been a nicer guy. Um, the, you know, meeting people, he got there early, stayed late, and it was just like a giant love session with the Broncos. <laughs> and we get done, and I'm like, "Hey, man, do you, would you like a beer?" And he goes, "Wait a second, I could have had a beer the whole time." <laughs> he goes, "I'm about to drive. I don't want a beer now." Like, right. Uh, next time, note to self: offer players beer earlier. Nice, <laughs> very nice. You also have a great line of uh, uh, Mike's T-shirts. <laughs> where, where do these designs come from? Um, I, I don't want to say imitation, sincerous form of flattery. Some of them might have a certain font that a band with Angus Young plays might have been in. in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, we, you know, one of them might have a metallic look to them. Okay. For a band that's on tour this summer in Giant Stadiums. Okay. Um, <laughs> so it's we we have you know we got our shop shirts sure. and you know shop shirts are traditionally boring. I mean we've got the uh, the Brock likeness Lesnar yeah. uh, eat sleep collect repeat shirt I got I love that one actually <laughs> which has been one of our uh, more popular uh, items at the shop sweet very sweet I man I miss these shirts man you haven't seen them I've not seen they're the available shirts. in a uh, small medium large extra large and card shop under size so card- nice a, so they got fat packs on well, I, 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 <laughs> your words not mine no, that's okay, okay. <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt right now that says fat packs across it so yeah. it's okay yeah. <laughs> it's, it's okay oh, actually man. your shirt says I'd hit that I don't know what that is what is, what is it <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, that, it, it's I mean, got a, an 11 and a dealer 6. I don't know what that means. On the back is a picture of uh, my wife. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Good all right. Scene. There we go. This is awesome. <laughs> it really I'll is. I'll be here all week. Uh, where's your little ninja, man? Oh, the little, my little ninja? Hold on. Yeah. I, I, wow, this conversation's really <laughs> gone somewhere. My, my, when I go on trips, my daughter likes – she's got this little finger ninja that you put on two fingers, and one side's black, one side's white, and – it's kind of like my uh, my flat Stanley. I yeah, take pictures yeah. of it, like kicking industry executives in the head. Uh, <laughs> nice, um, that's know, great just, stuff. You know, with with the uh, giant roller coasters in the background, it's it's different. It's fun. Sometimes even with winnings at the blackjack table. I saw I saw that one. I saw the uh, the one at the uh, somebody was getting on a was it was it at the airport the other day? They were getting kind of ninja starred in the head. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a little different. It's okay, <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. When I worked for the Mariners, little you don't know this. I do not know. Uh, this. I know. Flat, I know who Flat Stanley is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mariners have have the uh, the highest percentage of of uh, Asians coming to to uh, I don't know. To I don't, a game. Uh, yeah, yeah, to a I game. I yeah, yeah, because yeah, he, at the time because of each other. Right. So I had a, it's not in existence anymore, but I had a Facebook page uh, called the Adventures of Fat Eric, and it was it was just a bunch of people taking their pictures with me. It was. It was really great. <laughs> that is swell. <laughs> I loved it. We need to open that page back up again. We, sh- we should. We should we open should. that back up again. Yeah, let's take a picture. We'll get it going. Oh, sure. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Today. Why not? It'll be a, so a, a, a Twitter page. Which shot did you come to? Was it the one of the arcade games? Is um, off of Blackhawk? 
Uh, was it across the street from Smoky Hill? I mean, did it have video games in it? it no, no, uh, no. You missed the video game store? I did. But uh, you recently moved, right? Yeah, we, we moved four doors down to a larger location. It's got a lovely wood paneling floor. It's oh, nice. rather stylish and attractive. It, it no longer is a submarine with sports cards. It's actually like a more squarish store. and it's. Uh, we actually started doing card shows at yeah. the card shop. Wow. That's really cool. We, That's cool. we do a monthly. We, we have one coming up on Saturday. I'm doing, uh, if you're available in the Denver metro area, please stop by. Um, but yeah, we have an eight to ten table show, and the first one is kind of like, all right, let's just give this a fly, and we we've done some really good things with it. We had a JSA came out and did a, a we're there for a day. We uh, incorporate a lot of our signings with those as sure. well. Uh, we are hoping, hint hint, uh, we would love to have the the incredible folks from Beckett give us another chance ah. for a raw grade review after I gave them literally the worst experience they've ever had. Who was it? Do you remember the graders? Uh, here's where it started off as bad. We planned it. It was in conjunction with a show that's being put on by a gentleman named Christian at 5280s uh, Collectibles. He does a monthly show in town. So I was the Friday. Okay. It was the Saturday and Sunday. And the date it was set, I do a baseball trip with my son. And I was out of town. And I had, I don't want to say my four-string guy, but somebody who's good at the shop. And he was able to do it. And I literally set him up to fail. It's like I sent a triple-A guy up to the big leagues uh, to face Kershaw. Uh, and I, I'm between ring outs and everything else, at the end of the day, we're $28,000 below. Um, mm. Well, he, he, just the tape was that far wrong. <laughs> it, was, oh, wow. it was kind of like the scene from The Incredibles where the voicemails come at the end. And sure. it's the babysitter sure. screaming yeah. about Jack-Jack. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what we were having. And I'm like trying to watch the pirates smother the Rockies and defuse eight bombs at the store. It was really cool. Oh. Now I know what Jack Bauer feels like. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. nice. Good 24 reference. I like that. <laughs> He's a 24 guy. I, I, I go to sleep at like 3. I get going around 7.30. I'm good. Okay. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That um, works. Kudos to you that you've run such a good shop that you ha- actually had your customers come and move you. <laughs> I did, yes. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that's incredible. That, that's, but you know what? That's just how, how, how well respected he is, especially in that area. Uh, I know I'm kind of washing your balls right now. I'm sorry. But it's, <laughs> it's, uh, you mean I could have been colorful this whole time? <laughs> this whole I've been time. reserved? Oh, man. Just, just the way that you're, you, you, the people love you in the community there, and they came and helped you move. And that wasn't well, they an thought easy they time. were actually getting rid of me. They, oh, they, I see. Yeah, they didn't realize I was going to be sticking around. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> they were hoping for some free packs. Now, you're, right, you're right next to a nail salon now, right? Um, yeah, the fumes are incredible. Yeah. Do you think the, uh, the, the, the biggest the, complaint is maybe being next to a recreational um, herbal store in Colorado? Sure. Try being next to a nail salon. I think I would definitely take more of the green over the... Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're in there wearing masks. Yeah, for a reason. Right? A- exactly. And, like in the back of my store, it's like it smells like a nail salon. It's, it's very nice. <laughs> Oh, no good. <laughs> it's yeah. no good at all. All right. Uh, before we let you go, we want your thoughts on, on the hobby, the future of the hobby. Where do you think it's going? Um, well, I hope it's going exactly like it has for the last 365 days. Sure. Okay. The, literally, it's I, – I, I did something the other day. I showed my wife, like, where the bank account was. Okay. And, and, and literally, without being too colorful, I'm now worth being kidnapped. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you, there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and she was like, what is that? Said uh, it's, it's the it's it's how the, well the business is doing, and and fortunately I married a Coles woman, and, uh. and she wasn't kind of like, oh good because I've always wanted a Cadillac Escalade or right. this or that or you know the, this house is really nice, but uh, it's you know we we've seen some incredible products we've we've had some amount of success or luck with with the rookies that have come out in the last year, but in terms of the health of the hobby we're seeing 
very good stores. You're not seeing shops going out of business. Sure. You're seeing incredible things being offered online. I, I'm not an anti-breakers guy. We've been doing breaks since 2008. Right. So I can't hate what I do. Right. Um, I, I can appreciate. I can. I, I need to assimilate more of it in the shop. Um, in terms of where we're going, I, I hope that we can clone the last 365 days and just lay it out on the map every year. Yeah, I think I think that's a that's fair. A good assessment. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, before I let him out of here, one last thing. He, there's a great game from his customers that they play called Find Mike Fruitman. <laughs> Find Mike Fruitman. Find Mike Fruitman. Uh, he, you have a, a really cool side gig, so let us know about that, and then I promise you can go. Um, I've been uh, an extricator, uh, a, a end of the night guy. I, I don't, use, I don't like the term bouncer because I've thrown all these people out, and not one of them have bounced. I mean, they've tripped, <laughs> they've fallen into things, <laughs> they, they get really clumsy on the way out. Um, so I've been working concerts and security since like 1988, okay. and uh, I, I'm very lucky that my bosses overcome my obvious deficiencies and snarly <laughs> and witticisms and whatever, um, and I keep getting promoted. And, and now I'm the guy who, during the timeouts, on when, when there's replay, I stand on the court, and I don't have the really incredibly cool hair that the guy from Golden State who does replay has. Uh-huh. He is my rock god. <laughs> the guy, if you, if the next time you're watching a Golden State Warriors game, Hope that there's replay. This guy has literally the best look of any human being in the world. Okay. We're gonna and so I'm that guy, that <laughs> and inevitably my, co- my collectors at my shop will be watching the game, and like I'll be on the court, and it's my phone is be like, like, yeah, okay, they caught me on TV. <laughs> they caught you on TV. <laughs> and there, there's a lot of pressure that goes with that. You, you can't pick your nose when you're right. on the court and, and you know, other you know, basic uh, ba- basic rituals. So, right, right. Um, so, yeah, we play where, Where's Mikey. Yeah, Where's Mikey. You, you, uh, you were in a, involved in an encounter uh, by happenstance of Chris Paul signing for the other day for uh, a young man, a young fan. Yeah, uh, was that just really cool to see? The, when you see when you see that kind of interaction, is that, is that always cool? I, I, one of the things I get to do is at the end of the game when the players come out and meet their friends, family, and afternoon delights. Yeah, um, I get to <laughs> what? Every game. I said friends and family. What's the matter? <laughs> so so you know I get to see everybody like meet their friends and family, and it's just really cool. And, and somebody's here for one player, and another guy comes out, and they want to meet him, and you know they have that type of experience. And the other night we had a Boston in town, so Kelly um, Olenek. Thank you for yes. saving me there. Uh, so Kelly's meeting his fans, and he literally, or friends, and he's got one guy, who, and I knew he was with him because he completely had the exact same sort of Thor look. But okay. Smaller, he was like the mini, mini version of him. So they, they come over, and they're like, hey, you know, can you take a picture of us? I said, well, yeah, I'll take a picture, but Kelly has to promise not to rip my arm out of my socket. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Everybody but Kelly thought it was funny. So <laughs> apparently, got fined or something. So, oh, that's great. All right, man, we're gonna let you out of here because we are up against it and gotta get. Uh, I think we gotta get COMC in here. So uh, uh, I, I defer to them every time. Uh, every time. All right. Time. Hey, thanks very much for joining the show, and you are welcome back anytime you want to be. Let's do it tomorrow. Like, no, seriously. Like, I'm a creeper. I'll, I'll, I'll just like start stalking you guys. Oh, okay. All right, thanks. Cool. All right. Thanks. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, right? Yeah, Come on, guys. I don't get to talk to anybody. <laughs> All right, guys, hang tight. We'll be right back. This is RBI Crew 7 from St. Louis, Missouri, and you're listening to Fat Packs on Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back from that quick break. And uh, joining us now in his... It just gets better. It, it and gets better. better and yeah. better and better. Uh, Steve Grad has a, a, a regular segment with us, right, when he's not, like, trolling the world. Right, yeah. right, graphing with Grad. Graphing with Grad. So uh, we finally got him... Got him in here. He he's joining us, but and I love that. But the, but but the important thing here is how cool he is because he's able to get someone on the show that's never been on the show before. Jeremy Murray, 
if you don't know that name, I'm sorry. So we got He's like, with grad and grading, grading with Jeremy. Grading with Jeremy. This is go. huge, guys. I'm it not is. Gonna lie. This is really yeah. huge. <laughs> this is the biggest thing that's ever happened. Yeah. <laughs> this is the same Jeremy who, you know, will show up at a show, maybe. He'll maybe. tell you he's coming, and then maybe he shows up, and it's a coin flip. You could say, well, maybe he'll be there Saturday or Sunday, and he'll come in because he's the man. He I'm is actually, the man. I'm actually leaving now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go catch a flight. Yeah, don't you have to leave? No, I'm good. I'm, good. Good. I'm excited. Good. I'm excited. This is great. I'm glad you're here, man, because yeah. uh, you – you're a mind that we don't get to hear from a lot and uh you run the most successful grading company in the world i said it yeah it, i mean it's <laughs> exciting and it's uh, i've been i've been in beckett uh, at beckett for 17 years in september and um the business is is crazy right now yeah it's exciting and we've, we've added the the authentication side of the business now um so it's a new challenge for us um to grow a, a, a huge, huge operation there, which is exciting. Yeah, it really is. amazing evolution, isn't it? From it really how is. Things have changed from you know when grading first started to where we're at now. And yeah. I, I, I was asked some questions earlier or talking earlier today, and the authentication business, sure, which really started in earnest about '99 or so, it's gone insane. Yeah. And and the great thing is, is there's three pretty big companies that do it. And I'll tell you what, there's plenty of work to go around. It's, it's, it just amazes me all the stuff I see all the time that's still vintage, you know, stuff that's mantle balls and all this great Babe Ruth that no one's ever touched or seen. We're still seeing that stuff literally on a daily basis. It's, it's awesome. That's it, exciting. it really is. Yeah. And Jeremy, you probably feel the same way. A lot of the older carts still coming in and the vintage stuff and, and whatnot. You can see so many different things. Yeah. It, it, it's wild that these things are still out there and, and, are noticed and unfound and they pop up. And I think with the autograph and learning this side of the business and seeing some of this, this crazy stuff that rolls in, it, it's, it's eye-opening. And, and like, like Steve said, there's three major companies out there and there's plenty of work to go around, yeah. especially, especially in this market. Yeah. yeah it's now, crazy. we've heard Steve's side of the story. Can you tell us from your perspective how Beckett Authentications got, got started? Where, like, where, did, where did it begin? And now that we're off and rolling, where do you think it's going to go? Um, that's that's a good question. It, it, it's it's really about six months old um, since we uh, Chicago uh, Fanatic Show in November is when our, our technical first launch date. But the talks and, and the discussions really got heated up. I guess the national yeah, last year, the national, yeah, yeah, national last yeah. year, okay. and it went quick. Um, it it I thought it would drag out a little bit longer than it did, but I think both sides were excited to get the the new venture started, and we did everything that we could. And um, it has been eye opening, and it has been at first, trying to catch our breath and, and get caught up, and um, it, it is—it's a side of the business that I, I was never aware of. Okay. Uh, I, I never dealt with it at all. Um, I just now fully grasped the grading side of it, and so <laughs> it, to, to add an authentication side of it and get that that built from the ground up, um, I and I th- and I say I think we had no idea that it would grow this quickly, um, and have this much operation set up to get done yeah it's it's actually that's true like I, i've been a part of the setup pretty much in when i was at psa in 2002 we were just ground floor and then we just exploded i went to california and we set it all up again there and what we're doing now i think every single day is a true learning experience and things we have to adapt to get better at improve but the business and that's what really shocks me if you if you said where would you be today on this day on you know in april early april I'd say, well, we'd be doing pretty good, but still, we have a lot of groundwork to do. It's really not the case. I could, guys, I literally, I'm gone seven days a week. Sure. I'd be on the road seven days a week visiting people, clients, 
I'm sometimes at places till 10, 30, 11 at night because it's the demand is so crazy. And a lot of these places, because they need that third party, but they also, you know, thankfully, Brian Sobrero, myself are well known. They want us to look at their stuff. And, and, and the Beckett name, it, it, you know, I, I talked to a lady who didn't even really know our business, but she's like, oh, Beckett? I know Beckett. I used to have the price guide. You know, they know that name. So it, it was a natural fit, with, like we talked about. But the getting the operations going, and we're literally learning. And I am, too, because I've, I've done this, but it's crazy. There's stuff now that I, I would have never anticipated, but I think we're adapting very well. I'll tell you, not to blow his horn, but Jeremy's a great leader, and yeah. he knows how to adapt to stuff. He knows how to make stuff happen. He knows how to put people in the right place, and that's what we need. And, you know, in a couple of years, it'll just be a well-oiled machine. We're going to be fine cruising along the highway. We're always going to be busy. We offer a great product, um, you know, and we, we have the people to stand behind it. So I think, you know, honestly, Jeremy has really overseen this, and I'm sure at times he wants to pull out his hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's no question about yeah. that. And, and when, when we, we had our relationship with JSA, we didn't really deal with the authentication side at all. We, were the, we would grade the pieces and authenticate them and, and, and encase the pieces, but we didn't know that side of the business. Okay. And to, to have these guys and the staff that we have and, and are growing um, – it's amazing. It's amazing to see in the adaption and that that they've had. And I think we came into it saying, okay, we, we can get by with five, six people. And they're like, there is absolutely no way we can get by five or six. And it is growing and growing and growing and finding the right pieces. It's finding the, the, the operation side of the Dallas office. It's finding the guys that are on the road, like Steve said, six, yeah. six seven days a week at times. You've got to have those guys out there sure. that we trust. And we've yeah. got those. It's, it's growing. But we've got them right now. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, this really is a match made in heaven, man, because yeah. I've seen so much now. Like, you see a lot of stuff on eBay now and a lot of stuff on the Facebook groups, and just there's different – so much of it out there now, and it's only been, what, six months? Well, yeah, six if months, you mentioned that, you know? and here's what's amazing to me is that and – I, and I talked to Jeremy about this a long time ago. You know, the first time we met, I said social media will drive literally everything we do, that and PR and just pushing our us out there. There's whole Facebook – Group, Facebook groups that are dedicated to taking in our product and being a submission center for us, so just people that want to take in the product sure. and put it out there. The great thing is that satisfaction, though. When somebody gets their Vin Scully certified and they put it up online, yep. and you know what? You never know if 3,000 people are going to see it or 5,000 or 10,000. You don't know. But it's you're reaching people that mm -hmm. really... Sometimes, in my perspective, at least in the past, would be hard to reach. You're starting to reach those people, and it all is developed off of social media. People want to see me post autographs on our Facebook page or our Instagram account. They like seeing me holding uh, a Bob Marley or a Babe Ruth or something rare. Now, stuff maybe that I've seen a million times is kind of run of the mill to me. It's not always that way to, to, to the average person or someone just likes looking at autographs. So I, I like doing that, showing just run of the mill stuff, high end stuff. I think it's very interesting. We were in Chicago, and I was posting. Uh, uh, the the mask, the yeah. Michael Myers mask, or one of those, and uh, and uh, the the flux capacitor, and just just I've seen those things before, but they're really neat. They look cool. The other day, I had on a uh, uh, a Cuba Gooding Jr. signed OJ glove, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> which I thought was pretty cool. Samsonite, um, yeah, and it didn't fit, by the way. So, yeah. <laughs> but Cuba Gooding had signed it for a submitter of ours recently. Yeah. It's a really neat piece. So that's really cool. Just stuff like that. I like to show people that. But the social media, it's amazing to me. I, Two years ago wasn't like that. A year ago wasn't like that. But what I did is I partnered with a good friend of mine who works in the social media industry, and he said, trust me, we're going to blast this out there and let people see it and let people know what they could get back. So when people get our holders back, the cards, if it's a Star Wars autograph or a football, whatever it is, they're like, man, that looks great. And maybe 20 people see it, 30 people, 40, but maybe two or three people off that submit. 
And that's just more people we would have never had. Sure. So I like and that part of it. And also, too, it also adds so much value to it because a lot of people post stuff up there, and all of a sudden they're looking it up, and they're like, whoa, this $50 piece, it's authenticated now. Now it's 152 3 whatever right. the amount is, and it just adds so much more value and gives so much more validity to being able to get something um, BSA certified. Yeah, it it's makes awesome. a big difference. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm going to throw you a softball, Jeremy. Oh, um, good. <laughs> <laughs> what's it mean? What's it mean to, to Beckett, who's been in business for thirty years, yeah. to to start a ground floor business, Beckett Authentication yeah. Services, with you know, one two of the top names in the business? Yeah. What's it mean to Beckett? What what does that what does that say for where we're going in the future? Yeah, I, I think this is really just the start of of something even bigger than what we already have here. Um, it is uh, it is an absolute challenge. Okay. Just straight shooting there, it, it is tough, but it, I think it, it is going to give the consumers and in, in, in this industry a a truly trusted one stop shopping spot. Uh, sure. Where you are coming to a name that's that is the most trusted in the industry to drop off your cards to be graded, your pieces to be authenticated, and then have us backing it and and, and, and promoting it. And like like Steve was saying with the social media thing, putting those pieces out there where people are saying that piece is amazing. I, that is a I, I I want my stuff in a Beckett case. I want my stuff with a Beckett sticker. That's what we want. So I am excited about um, where this is going. And this isn't it. Sure. I, there there's more coming to add to this amazing partnership and venture and, and ground up story. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. That's good to hear because, you know, we're always, we're, we're always evolving, you know, so yes. to, to know that we're not, we're not going to get caught behind that, 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 that current where we're going to move with it. It's, nope. That's really important. Well, you have, you have, I, I will tell you, if you're not on top of it every day, mm-hmm. you're going to fall behind. So at my plan every day is to stay on top of everything as much as I can, planning trips, uh, organizing things, putting stuff up on social media, getting our customers. It's important so that our customers know where we'll be. So it's all on our Facebook page, all on our web page, at, you know, our, at, our, at our portal so people know where we'll be. But if you fall behind on stuff, you're only hurting yourself. And we're not in the business of doing that. So, sure. You know. and, and, and with uh, with this growth, we're still even developing simple things like the website. We're, we're in the process right now of getting that so much more interactive with the customers and knowing exactly what you're going to get. Galleries put up there, um, in-depth FAQs up there, so you know exactly what's going on, how the process is going to work, and things like that. So, like I said, just just with this, it, it's just getting started. That we're we're, we're we're we've got a lot going. Sure, really a lot and it's a, and it, honestly, it's amazing. Since November, I looked at our first show, and honestly, this was the craziest thing ever. <laughs> we Jeremy comes in, meets us on Thursday morning, off a of flight, meets us at the hotel, and goes, "Okay, guys." Here you go. In the in the in the <laughs> and lobby. I, and I am not. It's not. Listen, this is something I'll look back at as one of those moments of like insanity. Right. Here's here's your new computers. Here's the certs. I had I had not actually held the certs. I hadn't had a computer. Hadn't logged Nothing in. Nothing yeah. hadn't logged hadn't into our logged, system. It, no. And you oh know what? Goodness. We went out an hour later and we did a thousand piece yeah. on site and we were fine. So that's how it crazy. Seems, that it seems like so long ago. It was six yeah. months ago. I carried all those laptops up there and we yeah. sat down there. Okay, here's your login. Here's your login. This is how we're gonna do this and do this. And here here are the stickers. Here are the certs. And we sat there, and a lot of the guys, it was our first time to even meet. Yeah, it, yeah, it was for real. Yeah. Jeremy's like, okay, hey, nice him, boys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm going over here to set the show up to make sure everything's done. And, and we're in the, the first time in, in, at the Fanatic show, we were on, on top of each other in the booth. The, the grading had their thing there for 15 years in that same spot. We had a new service there, and the booth shrinks, and we're standing on top of each other. How's this work? How's this work? 
So it's an adaption. But I, that, yeah, that. But every part of it we've adapted to. We've gotten better. But it just I'm going to look back at that moment. Mm-hmm. And I look back. Actually, I looked reflecting on because we we went from fanatic show to fanatic show, which is a good spot to check. Like how far have we grown? And we've changed the certs. The websites changed. We have all social media. We have. I mean, we've certified. I think we're moving on to another number in our in our cert role, which means we've gone through a hundred thousand plus certs. So, which is. It's really crazy, and I look at the progress. eBay, obviously, you could judge it so easily on because the guys put up the bulk stuff on there, but we're starting to really get up there, and it's very gratifying. But, yeah, some stuff takes time. It's a, it's a process, but I'll tell you what. This is the most excited I've ever been about a job in my entire life, and I, I had a chance to go to PSA when they really first got up and, up and, and running. This, that was a lot of fun. But I have to tell you, this part of it, it's exciting to me to get back out there. Like being at the summit, being able to meet people that I'd never met before. Mm-hmm. It's important to do that. And I think people do appreciate it. And, uh, you know, that's what we're going to be doing from now on. You know, awesome. Count on it. That's really awesome. Even with you guys. I'll give you guys a spot every month if I have to. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's awesome. I may join this, too. This <laughs> is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I may, yeah. Yeah. I may be become a regular. I haven't got that's my awesome. check yet, though. Guys. Check. We're working yeah. on it. There's a check? Yeah, we're working Sweet. on it. Yeah. We pay really? You are? We're working on it from yeah. HR. You told me that three times ago. We pay, well, that's We get paid in buffets, so. Okay. That says it. That's how that works. You guys are awesome. We're going to get, we're going to. Up against us, we'll get you guys out of here. We got to get Tim on from uh, COMC, but uh, I just want to thank you both for coming on, Jeremy especially. Thanks first for sitting timer. down finally. Yeah, yeah. Wow, our first time in Vegas. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I come here about thirty or forty times a year, so you know it's, sure. it's a good place. Yeah, yeah. People know who you are when you walk off the. Sometimes the they do. Sometimes they don't. You know. Sometimes that's not a good thing. And sometimes they know you. It's a yeah. really bad thing. You yeah. have a shop appearance on Friday. Is that right? Or um, am I reading that next, wrong? Wait. Uh, no, we did one this past. Okay, Friday. this past oh, Friday. Okay, so, cool. and just not to get uh, too derailed, but you know, we like to. Um, I want to build a nice base here in Vegas, and, and really every city we go to. If, if people are listening that say, hey, we would love to do a store appearance, please contact us through our website. We would love to have, uh, you know, our appearance at your store. We would love to do it. Um, and we're looking for – it's not just like big cities. We'll go to smaller cities because we want that We want that presence out there. So okay. if it's Oklahoma City, if it's Tulsa, if it's Arkansas, you know, wherever it's at, we want to get out there. Sure. It's, it's one of the things we've done with the grading side is getting in these areas that a lot of companies don't go. And so that's what's nice about the authentication side that yeah. – they're going in there too. Sweet, it's good. Yeah. It's very sweet. You're gonna be uh, you're gonna be in Dallas on on May Dallas, 20th. Dallas, right? uh, we'll be down there for the show we're doing on yep. May 20th. Mm-hmm. We have a lot leading up to that. Obviously, we have the Toronto Expo. We yep. have uh, appearance at Lefties in Burlingame. Um, we uh, have TriStar Show. TriStar Show. TriStar Show. The April 20. We, you know, just to tell you, we have a, a massive weekend. We have TriStar Show San Francisco, Hollywood Show. We've got uh, someone working in Boston. We've got GTSM all the same weekend at the end of April. It's crazy, but we are getting it out there. Awesome. And if you want to bring your stuff into us, we're the place to go. Very cool. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us this time. You got it. Thanks, Thank guys. you very much. We'll, we'll talk again soon, okay? Yep. Cheers. Take care. Right. This is Eric Norton, co-host of Beckett Radio, and you're listening to the number one sports collecting podcast in the world, home of the Fat Packs. All right, man. We are moving right along. I don't. This has been like a nonstop show. Yeah, that's moving and grooving. <laughs> it's moving and grooving. It's awesome. We, let's, let's recap. We've had Steve Grad and Jeremy Murray. Yep. We've had uh, Mike from uh, from Jasper's Hobbyland and Nick. Uh, we've had uh, Mike Fruitman. Mike Fruitman. We have we've had Lynn from uh, Ultra Pro. But now, 
uh, a little COMC love coming in. Yeah, man. That's, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. Uh, Tim from COMC, what's going on, man? Hey, lots of stuff going on. Yeah. Glad to be here. I'm, we're happy you're here, man. So uh, I'm going to ask a really, really dumb question, yeah. but I want, I want you to explain who you are, how long you've been in the hobby, and uh, uh, let's, let's just start there. So okay. All right. There. Uh, well, I'm Tim Getch, founder and CEO of COMC. I started COMC about 10 years ago. Uh, I've collected since I was in about uh, fourth grade and okay. got my first table at a card show when I was 12 years old. Uh, never successful <laughs> making any money in the industry uh, and and finally figured I was going to figure out how to actually be successful. And it wasn't until I actually built Check Out My Cards and it was the community and everybody pooling resources together that my my investment of uh, about I think I I got like twenty thousand dollars worth of cards off eBay um, okay. oh, wow. prior to building Check Out My Cards. I had a website lowpricecards.com, and uh, that wasn't successful. I, no. I it was totally <laughs> a, a hobby business, <laughs> but um, I've sold forty thousand dollars worth of those cards on ComC in the low price cards account. So that was my kind of trial and, and okay. test to make okay. sure that the system actually worked so i'm happy to say i've successfully made some money in the trading card industry nice <laughs> that's, that's very nice um i'm gonna i'm gonna say something absurd because i when i read it i couldn't believe it but uh i was perusing face a facebook hockey group the other day mm -hmm. and uh someone who obviously did not know what or who comc was mm -hmm said, what's it mean when a card has COMC at the bottom of it? <laughs> <laughs> so they must have seen our logo yeah. on something. Had no clue what it was. Um, but you know what? I, I, this is not a shot at you, but I kind of feel like that might be at one, maybe not anymore, because I, mean, I think everybody knows what COMC is, but there, you, you guys are, are fairly new. I mean, I guess where things are concerned. So what are you guys doing to get your brand out there? I guess is well. I, I think, like you said, having our logo on yeah. all of our listings now, people are seeing us all over eBay. Right, where eBay was kind of this closed system. A lot of people didn't search Google; they just went to eBay sure. and never thought of going anywhere else to look for cards. If you went to Google, you eventually stumbled across mm -hmm. Comsi. But uh, when you're on eBay, if you only were on eBay, it, which is where a lot of the industry is, sure. people didn't see us. Now it's really hard to be on eBay and not discover not see, us. Yeah, somehow. exactly. Yeah. You guys have that that place that deal in place with eBay now. Yeah. But when you were just COMC, what were some of the roadblocks other than the one you just mentioned about about getting people to your site? Well. Uh, I guess I didn't really think of it as a, a roadblock. I, to be honest, uh, we rarely do advertising. Okay. Um, usually if we do, it's around Black Friday or some specific event. Um, our focus has been, rather than putting money towards uh, advertising, we want to provide the best possible service so that all of our customers, all of our sellers, both buyers and sellers really, would be so happy with the service that they would tell others about it. Sure. And right. so that's really, like, and I think their word of mouth is infinitely more valuable Definitely. than what we're doing. But obviously there's still people that live in their own little silo, don't have other right. people that they're talking with. They're just going to eBay or uh, they have very limited uh, interaction. So 
there's some people that we haven't gotten to, and I think the eBay uh, presence ha- has probably been one of the biggest kind of like marketing pushes. Al- although I do have to say, um, the biggest one-time spike in traffic we've mm-hmm. ever had mm-hmm. was when Upper Deck made the announcement and the big push with EPAC mm-hmm. and all of the publicity that they did around that. Uh, caused an overnight 30 percent increase really uh, yeah so that was um pro- the combination i mean last year was huge the combination of epac and, and ebay launched us through the, yeah, yeah. the next level uh-huh, yeah 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 we, we've definitely had our our struggles just keeping up with all the business and sure right uh, it's it's good struggles but it's it's a good challenge Okay, now for the the person that may or may not know at this point, Mm -hmm. can you just run through what exactly COMC is? Yeah. How it works, what you guys actually are doing, Mm -hmm. um, and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, so uh, COMC originally, check out my cards, the acronym came from our our original uh, website name. Uh, Our goal is to provide consignment service, making it safe and easy to buy and sell cards online. We... We don't sell cards ourselves. It's all people that ship cards to us. Okay. Uh, I did mention I have a personal account, but the business doesn't. We're not in the business of selling cards. Right. Sure. Uh, So we are very much focused on giving people the best experience possible, making it safe and easy to buy and sell. That's done by having thousands of sellers. We currently have 6,000 sellers from all over the world ship their items to our warehouse in uh, the Seattle area. It's in Redmond, Washington. If you're in Canada, we also have an office in in Burnaby just outside of Vancouver, so you don't have to send stuff across the border in Canada. You can send it to our Canadian warehouse. That's smart. And then we do all the work to describe the items, scan the items, put them up for sale, we store them, we do all the customer service, all the payment processing. So as a seller, all you gotta do is price your items and respond to offers. So you can really focus on the things that you enjoy in the hobby and you don't have to go to the post office, you don't have to deal with customers, you don't have to worry about items getting lost or damaged in the mail. Like we handle all the busy work so that you can enjoy your hobby and you really maximize what you're good at. Man, that's pretty cool. That is your, your name should be check out the time I said. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That is the, that <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'm in all these different <laughs> sessions here and uh, there's some really good workshops where people are talking about the challenges they face in the business and time and time again it's I don't have enough time. There's not enough time in the day. I get all these collections. I'm really good at buying. I don't have enough time to list right. everything. And then inevitably the conversation comes up like, well, you know, you can send a bunch of that stuff to COMC and then just focus on the stuff that you know how to handle really well and not worry about the stuff that yeah, is time consuming. All kinds yeah. of stuff happens. That, that makes me wonder, how big is your staff there then? I mean, yeah, uh, we are, we have more than a hundred employees okay. now. Right. Um, we've been growing really fast in fact we are very much interested in anybody that has knowledge of deep knowledge of trading cards it's very hard for us to find people that have a strong uh, background in trading cards uh that's uh we, we actually just recently had a few people move across the country to to come work for us sure uh but uh we have probably 40 people in our shipping department 
Um, we've got uh, about 50 people um, that are processing the cards that are sent are sent to us, and then there's probably about 10 people that are like administrative and HR and that kind of stuff. I, I'm I'm not I'm not kidding here. When yeah. I I tell Paul this probably once or twice a month. If I ever move back to Seattle, I'm going. <laughs> Straight to Seattle. <laughs> yeah, love a bad day at work, and that becomes. <laughs> yeah. I, I I love Seattle. I miss Seattle yeah, desperately, yeah. and I was like, "Well, there's nothing to do in the industry up there." I'm like, "Oh wait, COMC's there." Yeah, yeah. So, have plenty to do. Yeah, yeah. Plenty to we do would there. keep you very busy, very very busy. Uh, yeah, especially because we're short staffed on some of the card related uh, tasks. Um, th- those guys, I have to give them a big shout out. Uh, with we've been close on due dates, and it's not uncommon that our guys are there till midnight trying to hit deadlines. Sure. And, and they they really bust their butt to to do a good job for our customers. Well, now, do, with the person that you're looking for, they have to live in Seattle. You don't have uh, so uh, funny that you that. ask. Um, I, I'm here with Steve Hollander, and he he was asking me what's my next big priority because I do I, I focus on the technology. Sure. Okay. Uh, so. The next thing on my feature list when I get back to the office is a feature we're calling remote ID. So I, the ID team, identification team, that's the team that really needs to have in-depth knowledge of sure. trading cards. And uh, I'm working on a feature that allows us to uh, do work from outside of the Redmond area. Okay. And immediately we have an office that's south of Seattle and we have a Canadian office. And actually, we, uh, Rich Klein now is yeah. working from Dallas. That's right. And the intent is to set up an office in Dallas that's configured, that's fast enough, that has really fast connection to our network so that we can uh, hire people in several different areas. We're not ready to have people work from home necessarily, but we want to have several spots throughout the, the U.S. and Canada where we can hire people and uh scale right sure. now that's a challenge is scaling to meet the demand when that one critical piece everybody ter- currently has to be in the redmond office right oh. yeah it's the same same challenges we face at beckett yeah. trying to get the right people and to yeah. them in yeah. they have to live near yeah Dallas, yeah yeah you know? you know, we definitely so. we have two different we have another team we call the sorting team uh, and that team has to physically look at every card. Okay. That one you're going to have to be in Redmond unless we figure out some way to have like multiple drop-off centers. I guess we do that. We do have the Canadian office as well that they have need for sorting, but we have more flexibility with um, some of the other. Yeah, because one of the things that people like about COMC mm-hmm. is the fact that the combined shipping. Mm-hmm. You know, they can buy from a bunch yeah. of different people yeah. and only pay one shipping. Yeah. If you start, I guess, dividing up yeah. the inventory everywhere, that yeah. kind yep. of defeats the purpose. Yeah, yeah and even it's an interesting point. With Canada, what we actually do is uh, af- uh, we process the cards from our Canadian office, but then we ship them down to our, our Redmond, oh, okay. uh, our Seattle uh, warehouses. And everything is stored there. If it's still up in Canada, it, you'll notice on the site it says that it's an item stored remotely. Mm-hmm. And that means it might take a little bit longer for shipping. But we try to get everything down to Redmond so that we can provide that that unique service. Right, yeah. It's very yeah. unique. It's definitely unique. What's the turnaround time? So I, I drop off cards to yeah. to Rich Klein, yeah. okay? <laughs> and then it, what what's the whole process? Like, yeah. oh, you know. A month is, is that long? Or? Uh, it depends on the service. You can pay for faster service. Uh, our cheapest service at the moment is twenty-five cents. Okay, and we guarantee it will be on the site within uh, 
eight weeks okay. of when we receive it. So if you drop it off with Rich, it might take a little bit of time for us to formally get it in our Redmond office. Sure. So the cheapo service, basic service, uh, you're looking at basically two months. Okay. Uh, we, for 50 cents, have a select service, which it takes two weeks. Okay. Um, and then if you have some premium items, we have a premium service, which is a dollar, and it takes three days. Okay. So you can uh, pick which items okay. are, are worth using for different services and we can get them on the site faster okay so if you do pull the the austin matthews or yes. the, whoever you can get them up and yeah you get it, you get it yeah, on there quickly yeah yeah you, wait, you, you wait, ship you it to us on that yeah, yeah. You're, it's kind of right 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 right, right. so okay. big hits you can get them on the site within a week okay I, I guess that goes without saying then but the the epac stuff do you guys store that as well we or? do we do all the stuff that upper deck sends us that goes into the EPAC products uh, that's stored in our warehouses. We've scanned the items. Uh, all the shipping is coming out of those same same facilities. Okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, you guys do you ever do uh, shop appearances or show appearances or anything like that? We we do some uh, shows. Okay, we go to the Toronto Expo regularly. We go to the yes. National regularly, and then there's a mix of other shows that we've gone to. And actually, Jeff Holland has been starting to visit more shops and shows i know you guys just talked to mike fruitman yep. mike fruitman's been working with jeff holland to coordinate him coming to uh mike's shop and doing a, a pickup there so people will be up to, able to bring in cards and meet comsi and then also consign items with us just a silly question i i lived in seattle obviously for uh -huh. for a little while like i said uh there's f three or four shops there yeah do you guys ever would would you consider setting up locally like that uh, like, uh, going visiting the yeah, local yeah, card shops, like, you know, like West Coast Sports Cards and Games. Yeah, or uh, it, it, we we normally go to all the shows in the local area. Okay, all right. Um, we haven't done like a pickup at a local card shop, but I think that would make sense for like, this is a new role that Jeff Holland's been okay. stepping into. Okay, all right. And so he's been he had already been going to a lot of shows around the country, um, and. To visit more shops is a, a new thing, but he actually is like focused on larger accounts. Sure. And a lot of these card shops are going to have larger accounts, and they're going to have other reasons for him to go visit. And yeah, I think that'll be a natural okay. extension. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. What, well, stuff. before we let you get out of here, it's been 15 minutes, and I know that you, people are vying for time everywhere around <laughs> here. Yeah. Um, what What would be the one thing you would want? people to know about COMC that you know would set you apart from other services our goal is to make you in enjoy collecting as much as possible and that's both as a buyer and as a seller you get a unique experience by being able to as a buyer buy from all these different people get the combined shipping but not just combined shipping today you don't even have to have the card shipped right now if you find the one card you need Buy that one card, let it sit in your account until you find more things that are interesting. So right. come enjoy the experience. We really do. Uh, I, I've heard this from a, a lot of people. Uh, we are trying to change how people collect. Sure. And we have we've been successful at doing that. A lot of people are coming back to the hobby and discovering ComC. And maybe there aren't as many card shops and as, car, as many card shows as they remembered growing up. But you can get some some of that uh, feel on ComC as well. Sweet, awesome. sweet, very cool. Mm -hmm. stuff, hey man. Tim, thanks for joining us today. I really appreciate your time. Uh, 
being that we're here at the summit and everybody is just vying for time everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. So uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, you guys, don't be a stranger, man. Anytime yeah. that you want to come on, you have something going, just let us know and we'll get you on, bud. Sounds good. Appreciate awesome, it. Man. Thank you. Take care, Tim. You too. This is Jason with Baseball Collectors Daily, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. It's a hot one. All right, we're back from that quick break. Um, I feel like this is guest 15 today. I think it is something like that. <laughs> it's, like that. it's been a busy, busy day here at Beckett Radio, but uh, we're we're excited and happy to have Steve. How did you say your last name? Sharendoff. Sharendoff with us from Honus Bonus. Uh Really cool concept on fantasy baseball. For sure, man. Really like, cool is, concept. I'm looking at the checklist and looking at the boxes and, and what you get, and it's just it's awesome. It is really cool. Why don't you break it down for us, Steve? Tell us what this is. Tell us what this pro- – well, let's back up. Yeah. Tell us who you are, how long you've been in the hobby, and then then we'll get into Honus Bonus. Okay, fair enough. Um, well, my, my primary business is with Rittenhouse Archives, which makes entertainment trading cards, Star Trek, James Bond, Game of Thrones – Okay. Uh, Buffy and so on. Uh, but I've been in the industry for, you know, as a professional since 1991. I worked for Scoreboard. I worked for FLIR for several years. And then I started Rittenhouse in 1999. I've been doing that ever since. But I've always wanted to get into the baseball card market, but with a diff- in a different way. We didn't want, I didn't want to be like Tops or Panini or Upper Deck. I wanted to do something that was distinctive and unique. Now, just backing up from that for a second, I've been a collector all my life. Okay. So I, I come I come by this passion honestly. Okay. Yes, sir. I collected everything as a kid. I loved all the top sets as a kid. I collected every sport, every non-sport. I'm still a collector, uh, mostly of vintage material. Okay. Um, so vintage non-sport or just vintage uh, in general? Vintage in general. Okay. I've I collect 1940 Playball sets. Oh, wow. Um, the, the Playball set. I collect 1940 Superman. I've got wow. most of the top sets from the 50s and 60s. Okay. And, um, wow. It's a pretty advanced <laughs> collection. <laughs> yeah, he's um, definitely got a good piece. He's not a novice, folks. No, not at all. <laughs> no but, uh, but I, you know, I love this business. I love the hobby. I, I love the creative part of being a trading card uh, owner. Sure. Uh, trading card manufacturing company owner mm-hmm. um and look i can i can create lots of cards with the entertainment products that we make but it's been a real challenge to kind of get this fantasy baseball card product off the ground because it's it's a challenge getting into this market there's you know there's a lot of um uh, you know there's a lot of other companies that are obviously making baseball cards and sure. you know we have this off the wall idea of marrying up fantasy with baseball cards you know how do you do it in the right way? Um, we came up with a concept that we think was going, w- we thought would work. We presented it to the players' association. They liked it. We went with it. So okay. the gist of it is that you have traditional baseball style cards to collect, but every card in the collection has a scratch-off code on the back okay. Okay. that enables you to use that card in a unique way as part of a lineup that you can enter in one of our monthly games. Okay. So starting in May, we're going to have the first of our five monthly games. So there'll be one in May, June, July, and so on through the season. Sure. So you've got the month of April now that the season has started to get familiar with the product. If you're, you know, if you're just buying in now or learning about it now, it's not too late. We haven't started any, any games. There's no prizes that have yet been, you know, uh, awarded or that you've missed out on anything. Um, 
basically what we did in terms of the fantasy part of it is we, we created a concept that's a little different than other fantasy leagues. So it's not a salary cap league. Okay. It's not a straight draft league. Okay. Essentially what you do is you have to pick a 30-man roster. You can only have one guy from each city. Oh, okay. So you can't have Trout and Pujols in one lineup. Oh, okay. you got to decide who you want. Now, for some teams, it may seem easy. Like, you know, Milwaukee, maybe it seems like Ryan Braun is your guy. Sure. Although, you know, they've got other players, too, that sometimes fly under the radar, especially like, you know, you know, might be a relief pitcher that you've never heard of, and you look at his stats, and all of a sudden the guy's got a great whip, and he's got a low ERA, mm-hmm. and maybe you want to play that guy. Um, you got to fill out the positions. It, you know, you got you got to have 13 pitchers, six outfielders, two at, at each infield spot, um, two catchers, and one what we call designated hitter slash utility guy. So it can be any any position hitter, uh, basically. Okay. But but really, where the strategy comes in is that you only can have that one guy from each city. From each city. Yeah, so that's it, definitely some strategy there. Yeah. So you think about it like Boston. We were just talking about this earlier today. You go through their roster. You've got three starting pitchers who are all Cy Young caliber. Correct. Which yeah. of those three are you going to pick? You know, Porcello, the reigning yeah. Cy Young champ, he might be the least of, of those three that right. you might want to pick for this year's fantasy. Right. Okay. Um, and the Cubs, I'm just going through my head, the Cubs have so many players that yeah. would make it's great fantasy It's probably like ten guys yeah. who, you, who you could possibly pick. Yeah, and you um, pick one. Okay. But then, you know, on the flip side, you get to a team like my – my team is the Phillies. I'm from the Philly area. Okay. Uh-huh. I love the Phillies. Okay. They're, but, but they really don't have any stars yet. Now, what's yeah. their first baseman's name? Tommy Joseph. Tom, yeah, he's a big guy, man. He, nice. yeah, he, he came on last year. Yeah. He, he, he hit 21 home runs, I think, last year as really a part-time player. Right. So now he, Ryan Howard's gone, mm-hmm. and he's got the, the starting job. You never know what that guy could do. Right. Is is he going to live up to the potential, or is he going to be a you know a sophomore slump kind of guy? Sure. Um, but there's nobody obvious on the Phillies that you would say I got to have that guy because he st- he stands out. Right. Chase so Utley's he, not there anymore. Jimmy Rollins is gone. Right. Okay. So, you know, with each team, you got to think about it. And when you're setting your lineup in this version of fantasy, you know, it, it might seem easy to pick 30 guys, but when you're filling out all the positional requirements. And you're getting down like you've you've gone past the first twenty that might seem obvious to you. Okay, you're gonna have Trout, you're gonna have, you know, maybe Chris Bryan and mm-hmm. Clayton Kershaw's your pitcher, and right, you know, right. okay, but but you still got to pick somebody from Minnesota, and you got to get somebody from Oakland, and you got to get someone from San Diego. Maybe you know, some like San Diego's got a young team. Sure. And you know, is it Hunter Renfro? Mm-hmm. That you know, you can take a yeah, chance I, on that kind of guy. I, I would. Or is <laughs> it gonna be Will Myers? But maybe you've got already got. You know your first baseman lined up, up, you know, so you don't have room for Will Myers in your lineup. Now you're looking at like a middle reliever to try to get you through. (laughs) Right. Right, So you get down to like that 29th and 30th guy. You got to really strategize. Maybe you got to go back and and think about how to fill it out so that you can play the fantasy game across all the statistics. So it's a six by six league, and I'm sure your your fantasy players know what that means: six hitting categories, six pitching categories. Mm -hmm. We added. A, an unusual category for for the pitchers in that we have holds. So when we were setting up the checklist, we have a 500-card checklist in, in this set. Wow, so big. It's, it's a really big checklist. Kay. We wanted it to be very representative of all of all of baseball. Mm-hmm. and we But we didn't want to do what 
inevitably happens in a lot of fantasy leagues where you exclude middle relief guys because they tend not to have a whole lot of fantasy value. Sure. But you put in holds, and that starts to build up some some value to guys like you know Andrew Miller. Right. You know, in in a fantasy league that doesn't value middle relievers, you know he's a great pitcher in real life. Sure. But what sure. do you do with a guy like that? Right. He's not the closer. He's not a starter. Anyway, so there's a handful of guys like that. Delvin Batances is another example. Hector huh? Norris of the Phillies is a good example. Um, Naftali so Feliz. There's your, there's your brewer right there. Naftali Feliz. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Good. So, an, another closer who you know doesn't. Yeah, I think he's projected to have 32 saves this this season. So, what do you do with that? Well, you know, I don't know. Oh, this is tough. I'm, I'm like my my <laughs> I'm, my mind's you know, working too. So. Crazy, like trying who I would pick. Okay, so so, so it, it only starts there though because you can change your line. First of all, you can enter as many times as you like. You okay, can enter as many lines as you want. It's all free. Oh, the awesome. only thing that costs money connected to this product at all is just to buy the physical cards. Okay, okay. Um, so tell us about that. How do we get those cards? And, and what how how, what form do they come in? Okay. Well, they're in traditional boxes and packs okay. like you would find other baseball cards. Um, the suggested retail price on a pack of cards is $2.50. You get eight cards in a pack. Okay. 24 packs in a box. So the, the retail on a box is $60. Okay. okay. Um, it's, it's certainly a very manageable price point, you know, for anybody who's even – you know, considering jumping in on this, it's not like a heavy, heavy-duty expense. And as we've been explaining to lots of dealers and and collectors over the past couple of days, once they see what's in the product, once they see the checklist, once they see the cards, we've had an overwhelmingly favorable response. Sweet. A lot of people wanting to play. You know, the store owners wanting to set up their own leagues within, you know, among their collectors who come into their stores. Um, and because of because of the structure of the fantasy league being just a little bit different than other fantasy leagues, mm -hmm. and you don't have to pay to to play the game. Mm -hmm. By the way, if you go to honusbonus.com, you can set up a free account. Doesn't cost anything to do that, and we give you a lineup of a random assortment of players that will fill out a lineup. So oh, wow. you'll get one guy from each city, and the right positions. We just give that to you right off the bat, so you have oh, that wow. to start with. Okay. And then, Very cool. then as you're buying packs of cards or boxes of cards, and you're getting, you know, more players, you can add to that, and you can set as many rosters, as many entries as you want. Every month, we're going to be giving away over six thousand dollars in prizes. Wow. Okay. That's hard right. cash. There's, yeah. There's a reason to join. <laughs> yeah. So it's not just fantasy for the sake of playing fantasy. It's right. fantasy to, to be competitive and to, and to win these cash prizes. Mm -hmm. Now, you have to be 21 years or older to play. All right. Um, first prize is 2500 bucks. Sweet. There's prizes for the top 10 winners. And if you finish first in any of the stat categories, we give you 100 bucks on top of that, too. So there's actually 22 different ways to win wow. each month, and it's going to run every month starting in May. So unlike most trading card products where it comes out on a certain day mm -hmm. and you know it everyone tries to to sell through it as quickly as possible yep, to get to the next uh, one to get to the next one yep. that's not our goal we're actually running in the absolute opposite direction sure we want people to have a good experience playing every month and to come back the next month to get more cards to set a new lineup so the product actually renews itself mm -hmm. every month because there's a new game to play sure Lineups don't carry over from one month to the next. Once you play okay. a card in a in a lineup, 
that's it. So you play the May game, the guys that you played and the cards that you used for that game, those those won't be usable again in in a later month. So okay. you got to you got to get a new you know, a new lineup of cards and c- the scratch off codes that you enter into your account online to okay, play so the you can next only month's play Chris game. Bryant for one month. Is that what you're saying? If you use the code. If you use the code. If you only have one Chris Bryant card. Now, if I have a second Chris Bryant card, it's all you fair can, game. You can play him again in a different lineup. Or, here's a little twist for you. So, let's say that, that you play the, the May game, and mm-hmm. Chris Bryant's in your lineup. He twists his ankle, and you know he's going to be out for a week or whatever number of days. You could take him out of the lineup and put in another player. Now, you want to bring him back later in the month, you could do that, but you'd still have to have a second Chris Bryant card in order to do that. Because once you deactivate him, for whatever reason, injury or otherwise, he's out of the game. Gotcha. But you can bring him back on a second card. You can't use the same code twice. Same code twice. Okay, but then that card's only good till the end of that month. Correct. Correct. For the second card, would only be good till the end of that month. Right. Or you could save that second card or the third card or however many Chris Bryant cards you have. You Mm -hmm. could enter multiple lineups in the same month or you could play them in different months, any which way you like, and it's there's there's no limit. There's it's free to play as okay. many times as I you follow. like. I follow. That, that yeah. sounds right. it sounds uh, yeah. it's not. I don't want to say it sounds complicated because it's not, it, but like the amount of ways to play. And get in on the fun is there's. It's th- very thought yeah, out. Yeah, it's, it's very, very thought out. Thought, you've, you guys have thought of everything. Very you've thought of everything yeah. to to pretty much play the game smoothly yeah. and keep it going and, and give everybody as many chances as possible to win. Now, what happens in the event of a tie? What if there's two, two uh, first players? You'd here? have to ask that question, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a tiebreaker procedure. If you go to the rules th- on the website, okay. there, there is a, a very clear-cut list of tie-breaking procedures okay. um, based on a sequence of stats based on the, the lineup that you have in that month. Okay. So unless you have two people who absolutely did everything totally identical for the entire month, they never changed their, their lineups, they had the exact same players, or they did change their lineups during that month exactly at the same time, you know, it's statistically unlikely. Okay, sure. But we do have a procedure for breaking a tie. See, they even thought that out. I know, again, <laughs> I was going to say, again, thought yeah. I mean, awesome. you know what? The bottom line is that I do this because it's fun. Sure. I, I collect cards because it's fun. I think most people collect cards because it's fun. I play fantasy because it's fun. These are two things that naturally go together. Um, most people who, who collect cards play fantasy. Um, and it just seemed like this was this was the kind of product that, just needed to be made because it fits with the mojo of, sure. of what we do as sure. as as fans of baseball cards and fantasy. That's now, awesome. Now, go ahead. Oh yeah. Well, I was just looking through here, and I'm seeing. Looks like you add a few extra bonuses. We did in these boxes as but well. But wait, there's more. There's more. <laughs> <laughs> if you so, order right now. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, no, no. And no, again, no. set of Ginsu <laughs> knives. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> what a promo that would be. So every pack of cards, as I said before, there's 24 packs in a box. So every pack of cards has a, has a silver foil parallel. All right. Um, which is which is nice. You know, it's it's a little extra something. Um, there are also two one of one cards in every box, and that's where oh, it starts wow. to get a little more funky and special. Um, so for example, we've we've identified certain statistics. Most of the, these cards are for home runs. So for example. Albert Pujols 
coming into the season had 591 career home runs. Right. We okay. made one card for every one of those 591 home runs. And if it was a special home run where, like, maybe he tied an all-time great, you know, we'd make a notation on the bottom of that card that he that he did that. Okay. okay. Um, so there's, some of them are a little more special, perhaps, than others, even as one-of-ones. Um, it ranges from as few as three cards for Dansby Swanson because that's the number of home runs he's hit. Sure. Um, all the way up to 3,030 one-of-one cards for Ichiro okay. because that's how many he hits he had through his career so far. Wow. wow. So we basically we picked like the, roughly the, the top 100 players in baseball, and we gave them these strings of one-of-one cards commemorating certain statistical accomplishments. So there's home runs. Uh, there's RBIs, there's saves, there's wins, um, and there's hits. Yes. So there's f- five categories that we've started out with, and it's it's been a lot of fun putting those cards together because one of the things that, that we wanted to do in addition to the fantasy game was to put something together that really hadn't been done before in quite this way by any other baseball card company and and we did that with with our version of of one of ones here sure so I, you know think about that for a second i mean here we are i'm, I'm a basically an entertainment card mm-hmm. manufacturer i start mm-hmm. this new company honus bonus and we've got this incredible history with tops and other companies making baseball cards mm-hmm. and we came up with this concept that just hadn't been done before i didn't think it was possible that, aside from this fantasy game to come up with with a concept that had never been really been done before. Sure. We also have sketch cards. Yeah, I see that too. Hand drawn. And I know you can't see it on the radio, but I'll show you guys. Maybe you can convey the. We'll take some pictures and post them. The glory of, (laughs) of what our artists have been able to to create. It's one of the advantages of, of an entertainment card company, owner getting involved in the sports world because a lot of what we do with our entertainment products is to create sketch cards from some really talented artists. And I think we've we've come up with some incredible <laughs> artwork no. on these cards. See that? You see that? You see what that says? No, I can't. It's Mike James. Oh, that's Mike James. That's uh, awesome. Uh, that's funny. Mike's a been on our show a few times. Yeah. Okay. He's a, yeah he's a Mike's a great guy. We we love Mike. Great so, artist. Yeah, he really is. All right, now here's a twist. I'm looking at this, and it's got a code on the back. It does. Every yeah. card so plays, even play. the sketch that's cards. That's what I was going to ask. So these can play. Now, yeah. does this make this... Madison Bumgarner 101 sketch or the sketch card a better card in the game at all it, or is it, it still just a Madison you know what in this first year of launching the concept we didn't want to get too crazy and too complicated with nuances of gotcha. certain cards having special powers and we wanted to create a fantasy game that was pretty straightforward okay so all the cards so the Madison Bumgarner one of one card or a sketch card or the silver parallel or his regular base card they all play the game the same way okay what's interesting though i've had a number of collectors come up and and say well you know i want to have my cards in mint condition so i don't want to scratch off the code on the back i was getting so i need to have two (laughs) right i I need to have two madison bumgarner card whoever their favorite player might be or they want the whole set they want to have a whole set that's unscratched and then they have their cards that they can play and and scratch over foil set i was going to get into the collectability of it is going to be huge i think 
just with the checklist because I right. just sat in one of the, the baseball forums today at the summit and they were talking about how some of the checklists that the card companies are putting out, they're missing certain guys. And I'm and I haven't compared the checklist, but I'm sure that on this checklist there's some guys that don't necessarily have a lot of cards or have any cards. Well, so you know what? It, it, I wasn't expecting this be, because when I planned out the checklist, it, it wasn't really top of mind. But but I've learned over the past two days being here at the summit mm -hmm. that there are there are some real diehard collectors who still long for those days when we had a you know a huge checklist. Yeah, eight nine hundred thousand cards. Oh, I, well, look, I'm I'm a traditionalist, so I love that. You love that stuff. And yep. you know, more cards the better. I mean, I grew up with tops in the seventies and eighties when we had six hundred and sixty to seven hundred and ninety two cards, and you times. know you could uh, great times for sure. So. You know, building a 500-card set even still felt like it was felt small short, to it? me. Yep, it yep. did. Like when I first approached the Players Association, I said, we want to make a card for every player in baseball. We want a 1,000-plus card set. And then, you know, we scaled it down to something, you know, more manageable at 500. Because realistically, once you get past 500, how many of those players are you really going to want to play in a fantasy game? Right. Yeah. Sure. It really gets sure. really gets tough. Yeah. It, it, it does. So, but we had we had a couple of guys come up and really get excited about having such a big checklist that they can now make team sets. Um, they they got excited about the idea that we had one guy come to the booth today. He was just super excited that we had cards of Luis Perdomo. And Omar Narvaez. <laughs> yeah, I mean, two guys that if I had to th if I had to think about some of the least likely right. players to get excited about, it'd be those two guys. Yeah. But apparently, from what he told me, there are no cards of those two guys in any of the existing baseball card sets. Um, not that have come out this season anyway. Right, right, right. As of yet. So this this guy was all about trying to to buy from our we had a master set out on the table oh, okay and he he was just he, he was dying inside because oh, wow. he, he he like he was reaching to pull the cards out of the plastic sheets oh wow well, we he had probably has customers who were asking him and asking him and asking about <laughs> these guys and i think that's i think this is going to be so much more than just a fantasy baseball set i think it, it's going to have a lot of collectability to it for sure i i'm hoping so because look it, as a fantasy game if you're just if you just want to play fantasy you can go lots of places to play Oh, yeah. If you want to buy baseball cards, you can go other places too. Although, you know, to the point about having such a big checklist, we do, you know, we have something that's a little different that way um, with so many more players to choose from. But, you know, you put the two things together and now you've got something that really is, is kind of unique and it's got the collectible aspect to it and it's got the game playing aspect to it. And the store owners that have come to our booth over the past couple of days have gotten excited about being able to get their customers to come into the store and trade cards, setting up, they could possibly set up leagues among, within within their store, they yeah. could have like a sub-league. They're still competing for our prizes, but they could get their customers to, to compete for maybe a store prize. Absolutely. And, wow. and tr you know, not everybody's going to value the same cards the same way like you would with, you know, most other baseball cards because, you know, you look at the price guide, you see what it's worth. A Chris Bryant's a Chris Bryant right. in most situations. Mm -hmm. But here, but the Andrew Miller might be better than the Chris Bryant because of or, the stats or whatever. Or in the case of picking a player from from that city, you know, it, maybe it turns out that uh, that Jake Arrieta is, is the guy that you need 
to sure. play from that team. Sure. And Chris Bryant, maybe not so much. Right. Or Chris Bryant gets hurt. All of a sudden, he has no. He almost has no value. <laughs> right. <laughs> sense. You know what I mean? Right. In the game wise, he has no value. At exactly. All. Yeah. But I, I like that though because you know right now you know with the Yu-Gi-Oh and the, and the Pokemon and the Magic and all that stuff, mm-hmm. with the game nights and the trade nights and all that stuff. I mean, right. this could be the next. You know, people putting those nights together and putting those leagues together. And well, stuff let's and let's hope so. We're, hobby shop, so. we're we're eager to see how it plays out. Um, you know, I'm I'm excited to see how it plays out. We've been live now since last Wednesday, so it's not even a full week, and uh, so far the response has been great. We're seeing a lot of activity on eBay, which, you know, it sort of blows me away when I see, you know, what some of these cards have already sold for. Sure. You know, we'll see how it shakes out over the long haul, but but it's really fun when you have a new product like this because you don't know. Sure. You know, I mean, we can guess it, it, it how people are going to react. But, right. But, but it's always uncharted territory to launch something new like this. And, uh, you know, good it's, timing, it's, too. He puts out a product, comes in the <laughs> summit. It's good timing. Real good, good timing. Real good, good time. Well, I'm I'm glad to be here. I appreciate the time with you guys. We really appreciate you coming on. This is a great concept. Uh, you you're leaving us a couple of boxes. I am. Awesome. This looks like a box buster to me. Yeah, it looks like a box busters type thing. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to incorporate this into to having our own fantasy league. Yeah, we're gonna have to do that <laughs> to do something like that. So that's really sure. cool. I love those sketch cards, man. Mike James is such a talent. Yeah. And. Uh, I, I love seeing his stuff in product. So yes, that's really cool. <laughs> that does. That's, that's really good cool stuff. Man, awesome. Look man. at that. Is that Felix? That's Felix. Yeah. Oh that's man, Felix. I'm a Seattle guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that sketch card is by Emily Tester, who is a, an artist who came to us very recently. She started drawing Star Trek sketches for our Rittenhouse business, and she works in charcoal. So let me just warn you. If if you were to pull that card out of a pack, yeah, the last thing you would want to do is to have a wet finger uh, rubbed over the uh, the front of that card. Because it's charcoal. Because it's he she works in charcoal, man. And that <laughs> I'm taking a picture of this one too. <laughs> <laughs> why, why do I get the sense that card is walking further and further <laughs> away from me? Yeah, you might not. <laughs> look, I think somebody needs you over there. <laughs> but she's very she's very talented. And That's crazy. Her cards blow me away she does such great portrait work that's awesome and the fact that she does it in a medium that most other artists don't work in that makes it kind of special that's too, really so. cool that's really cool king good felix good stuff oh you want to see it my well, i'll just put it back i'm in sorry the, i'm gonna <laughs> put it back in the pile <laughs> yeah put it back in the pile for it disappears <laughs> exactly. all right uh all right, cool. t- so give, give us your website yeah, and everything. Your website. So how do, sure, how do, it's how do our listeners get a hold of you it's honusbonus.com pretty okay. straightforward Easy. pretty memorable um if you go to honusbonus.com there's a, a very obvious link to setting up an account. Again, the account th- is free. Sure. Okay. Um, we, we will give you the first 30 cards for your first lineup okay. for free. Okay. Um, after that, you know, hopefully the collectors will be buying packs and boxes of cards to add more to their collections and enter lineups. And, again, you can enter as many lineups as you want. You can make changes to those lineups as many times as you want. And it doesn't cost anything to do any of that, and you're competing for over six thousand dollars in monthly prizes. That's amazing. That's I like good. that part of it. I like that part too. I like too. that part. It's good stuff. <laughs> Honey, I won fantasy baseball this month. We're gonna go on vacation. <laughs> You're going on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's really cool. Hey, uh, Steve, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Thank this you is guys. A, this is a great product. Uh, we are definitely gonna get into this, and uh, you know, maybe we'll start a Beckett Beckett fantasy yeah, baseball. And if we do, and we'll definitely um, we'll get back in touch with you in a little bit too. You yeah. know, see how it goes and mm-hmm. see how the first couple of months shake out. Sounds Kay. good. I appreciate it. One last question. Yeah. Can they buy this directly from Honus Bonus 
dot com or yes they can um there is a link on the site for for buying boxes okay. or even cases of product um so it, you know we're trying to make it as easy as possible to to jump in on this at all levels awesome awesome Good all deal. right guys you guys go check this out honusbonus.com it's uh I'm, I'm looking at it in front of my face right now it's beautiful and seems like it's gonna be a lot of fun yep all right all right steve uh, thanks for joining the show and we will be right back this is Rob Varis from Burbank Sports Cards, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys, we're back from that quick break. Uh, man, this show just keeps rolling on. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, and now we're taking it to the top. We're taking it to the top. top take it to the, that's an old uh, old method man, red man. So I'll take it to the top. Take it to the Tibby. top. Uh, we're going to put it on a shelf when we take it to the top. I'm so Ooh. glad. I'm so. Whew. Ooh. I'm on my game, son. Ooh. Who of them? <laughs> Are Man. you in? I'm in. Are you in? Okay. Uh, joining us now, we, we found him wandering in the hall. We may or may not have had break, uh, lunch with him yesterday. Uh, he's wearing a Cubs hat for some reason. But we're Great. still letting him on the show. <laughs> we should still world champion on. Cubs, please. Uh, world champion Cubs. Chris Keller, CBO of Top Shelf Breaks in the house, face-to-face on the radio, breaking yeah. down the ones and twos. What's this up, Chris? This is good, man. <laughs> you like this? I love this. I mean, this is just perfect. It's good to see you guys, man. It's, it's great to see you and finally put 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 yeah, it all together. Yeah, exactly. Good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't have to come to Dallas. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Stay away. This is good. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in that Cubs we'll, we'll hat. We'll meet you remotely. <laughs> I'll wear my Niners stuff when I come visit. Ooh, that's, that's a good call right there. <laughs> you're asking for a fight down there. That's not me, but yeah. you're asking for a fight. I'm just telling you. This man, what uh, what's going on, bro? Well, it's the industry summit, yeah. Which, yeah. which is a lot of people are asking. They, it's it's kind of not the convention that maybe the the people at home think it is. Sure. Like the traditional big floor with everything. It's kind of for the industry um, professionals and sure. things that are. And there's a lot of meetings and dinners and lunches and and seminars and panels. Just a lot of networking and hanging out. Yeah. Rocking live with the fat packs. Yeah. There you go. There you well, go. you know. Yo, by the way, they got a dope setup here. They got like really cool, high end, expensive microphones. <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of it. These are they high got, like, actually boards with things stick i mean this is the real deal here these, these mics are not cheap they're like 300 dollars no, a piece i know what they are yeah they're so awesome. <laughs> they're not except for the one i'm using this one was like 40 bucks this is good but that's all right you like that you like it i though. like this mic this is really good um what so was is this your first summit this is the first summit yeah so what do you what do you think about it i mean yeah it is it is it is it more than what you thought you thought is it exactly what you thought i mean i don't i don't know what you think it so. is um I love it because I feel like I'm kind of in my element here because it's not as frenetic as a national convention. Okay. So at the national convention, I'm not going to get a lot of time with the various people that are here, Beckett and Leaf and Panini and Tops and distributors because everybody literally is running around with their heads cut off trying to do business. So sure. it's very good to be here kind of on a more one-to-one, face-to-face basis. Very slow And exchange pace. ideas yeah. and go to lunch and, and chat and sit in these little rooms here and talk about things. So I love it. That's 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 my element, man. The, I love it here. Uh, we may mention it earlier, but the, uh, the the just the continuity of everything and the connections and the relationships that are being built here or that are being reestablished. Yeah, exactly. Are it's really cool to see and strengthened. Yeah, you yeah. know, you, you talk to a lot of people on the phone over the years, and then mm-hmm. you finally get to see them here, and it just kind of it, it, it strengthens the relationships. Yep. and that's only good for the hobby. All yeah. exactly. those things are only, yeah. only good for the hobby. It's only good for the. And hobby. everyone's very open, by the way. Everyone's you know, it's not like. Super top secret stuff. I'm not going to share any ideas because we're all in this 
it sounds sure. kind of cheesy, but we really are in this <laughs> together. Yeah. Right. And we do want it to be better for the hobby and the collectors at home. So it works out perfect. It's our livelihood, you know, yeah. and you know, it's it, it's kind of a kid's thing, I guess, you know, but we all grew up loving it and that's why we're here. Yeah. Yep. So um, we're all wanting to make it better. So when we can get minds like this all together in one place collectively and, and I mean, I, there's probably a th- I'm, I might be overestimating, but I think probably a thousand years worth of knowledge here you know totally. if, if oh, you yeah, add yeah, everybody yeah. up you know and and like chris kevin eisenson sitting across from us right now you know and he's having a conversation with joe davis <laughs> and you know that's that's a lot of hobby knowledge right there that you know? never happens though yeah you know, through an email or text message maybe but they're like talking well, it's about like a hobby stuff. it's the hobby all-star summit kind of yeah there's guys that i was talking to and i'm trying to find out who they are and i go find out and they're like oh yeah i've, I've had a card shop for 45 years and stuff sure. like that you know it's like whoa <laughs> first shop opened in 1967 yeah that's <laughs> just, just crazy, yeah, that's just crazy stuff know what they're doing so it's it's a blast and beckett we're in the beckett suite here and uh it, it's just good to see everything and i hope you guys are good at this is what you're good at is you're you're bringing the hobby to the guys at home listening you know what um we, they t- love that typically in a week we get about anywhere between 800 and, and 1200 downloads of the show nice which is really nice yeah they're, they're on on soundcloud there are ways for you to buy downloads uh-huh. you know and I, i've never done that i've never even thought about it because one it would look weird that we're getting you know 1200 one week and then 10,000 the next yeah. yeah so everything that we've done is organic it's it's completely organic but through the th- two days that we've well three days now that we're going to have podcast out we've had over a thousand downloads already it's great so uh you know we're not done with this week either so no. yeah well you know what they say the cream rises to the top yeah Yo. it does so yeah. you know you, you put out believe it or not it is a product you're putting out you put sure. out a product of beckett radio sure and the beckett brand and it's good yeah so anything that is good will rise know, to the top rise to the top, rise to the top. when you get to the top you go on the show. <laughs> and I really wasn't trying to set up for that. I really meant that it rises to the top, but I'm like, he's going to go there with that one, isn't he? That's good. It worked. Paul Punsworth is here. And yes. <laughs> Paul Punsworth. I love it. Love it. That's a good name. You like that? Like Paul that. Punsworth? Yeah, I like that. That's it's been called new. a lot worse. Well, we so always do hashtags. So yeah. now it's hashtag Paul Punsworth. There we go. There Speaking we go. of hashtags, do you have your phone on you? Do you... Is it readily available? It's charging over there. It just died when we took that last picture is of it? us doing this. Because we had... Uh, you had some questions for us, right? I, I did, but they're over on the phone, dude. And it's charging. Hold on, let me let me grab my phone. All right, let me grab my phone. I'm yeah. sorry. That's oh, okay. You I did. Like I did. It was on one percent, and I told myself, by the way, when I was coming here, I'm gonna get one of those cool little carry along sticks that you can use to charge phone backup. Oh, okay. And yeah, I, I didn't yeah, do yeah, it. I had of one of those, but it didn't doesn't really work very well. What are Bill, we looking for? Bill Dumas has one of those, and it is the m- most amazing thing <laughs> yeah, to have. Yeah, they're awesome. You got to get the good ones though. There's, yeah. there's ones that won't hold as much charge, like those little 1999 ones. Sure. Yeah. They don't quite cut it. You got to get like the. Yeah, that's what 90. I tried. I yeah. tried to be cheap. It's, it's pointless. You might yeah. just go find an outlet somewhere. You got to get the top shelf brand. Yeah, I think we had them. They <laughs> Stop it, Paul. <laughs> Is it Paul Punsworth? Again? Yeah, he's, uh, you got to get the top shelf brand. Sorry, man. I was in the restaurant business for so long, man. All we talked about was top shelf stuff and yeah. liquor and all this other stuff. So. I mean, it's a pretty good name for a company, isn't it? It is. It is. I like it. I like yes, it a lot. It's, good. it's fantastic. Okay. Um, where is the hashtag? Uh, T- TSB Summit. Yeah, TSB Summit. Let me see what we got on here. As Did you guys you enjoy the uh, little mini breaker summit we had yesterday? That was you fantastic. Know, that, was, that was the first little session that, I, that we had went to. And it was really cool. You guys must be good if they allowed you to come into that. Thing. You know, I you know don't think I'm they. Saying? I don't <laughs> think they knew was, who we were. It was literally <laughs> closed, closed doors. Yeah. 
And uh, it was nice to have you guys there to be able to, to pick up on all that stuff. You know, we, really we don't good. do box breaks in the traditional way you do. I mean, we do them for the, for, to yeah. promote the product. So, yep. you know, we, and I picked up on a few things just by watching mm-hmm. other people break cards, like how to show a card, how to, yeah. how to talk about a card, how to, you know, whatever, educate yourself before you open the card so you know what yeah, you're talking that's about. Yeah, a big part of it. You know, that kind of stuff. So it was definitely beneficial from that yeah. aspect. You know um, what? The Wi-Fi is just not much li- good here. I learned a ton of stuff about how the breaker community actually like, gets along. You know, like there's this misconception that they yeah. just don't get along, and that was totally not true. Totally get along. There's general competitiveness, you right. know, being competitive. And there's nothing wrong with that. As there no. is in any industry, you know, T-Mobile and Verizon and Sprint, they're always trying to be competitive. And, and, right. and the, the insurance company, I mean, holy crap, the insurance company. So, so yeah, we're in a business, and we're competitive. However, um, I'll be honest, it was nice to see these guys and sit down with them and chat with them and exchange ideas. Right. Because I kind of had a conception, like, they're not going to want to talk to me, dude. They're right, yeah. Like, <laughs> it literally was completely opposite of that, so that was really nice. And we're going cool. to dinner with a couple of them tonight. So awesome. Oh, there looking you go. Looking forward to that, too, yeah. It's really nice. Very cool. Very you know cool. what? The Wi-Fi here is just really bad. I'm not going to be able to pick this up. That's all right. Well, don't worry. We'll yeah. address it next month. Okay, there we'll do go. that next month. Yeah. Next month. Cool. All right, man. So um, we, ha- we have a very limited time with you. Yep. So let's let's just get into the meat and balls of things. Uh, industry summit, everything's good. The breaker session was awesome. Uh, it was good to see you guys all interact with each other. Um, like you're going to dinner night with some of them that you just said, so that's cool. Um, where where do you, what do you hope to gain from this? What, what what have you picked up from this summit that you're going to take back with you to top shelf breaks and uh, implement there? Um, man, he always does this too. <laughs> yeah, he makes me think because it's a good question. Um, I'm a relationship guy, so I was able to meet many different people mm-hmm. and forge new relationships like sure. we talked about when we started. That's what I will take back from here. I talked to a couple guys, different distributors, a couple of the retailer distributors, and you just we, I came up with some ideas for the national that's coming sure. up that we're going to do. Okay. So it's all the stuff that we talk about that is actually tangible okay. that we will actually do because we were here. That right. probably wouldn't have happened if it was just like trying to be done over email or phone. Or it might even not even been a situation to even talk to those people at all. Exactly. You know, get those ideas. So. Correct. Cool. Yep. Well, I mean, if that's if that's all you're taking back from it, which I know it's not, but <laughs> that's more than your money's worth, right? Because yeah, you, you you're going to take something that you learned here and and turn it into you know a, a positive just because I know you and your personality. You're going to make it into a oh, you yeah. turn it into a positive, and it's just going to mean the hobby's better. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a good presentation. I mean, I, you learn a lot from the various um, panels that were up there and the guys talking, you know, because it, it helps me be more informed when they're talking about National Baseball Card Day that they're going to do this summer. Right. And so I have all the information on that and what what it's going to what it's going to be like. And that sounds so now you know it's coming. So now you can even if you can get some kind yeah. of promotion to do a breakers card, you know, National Day or yeah. something, you know, like that's a good idea. National that group break. National Breaking Day or something. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Right now. So it's not a pun, but it's a good it's idea. It's not a pun. No. Paul Punsworth just called, <laughs> turned into Paul Moneysworth. <laughs> well, you, you, know, <laughs> you know, that's why they keep me around. <laughs> that's why they keep you it's around. We did get you were saying things to take it back. I mean, we, there is a lot of um, things that you get from the various yeah. um, vendors like Beckett and sure. Leaf and Tops and Panini. So. I'll find a way to give those back somehow when we get home. That's you, got, the other cool. thing. Uh, you guys got a, a nice a nice Beckett blue bag. Yep. Uh, you got a bag from GTS. I'm, I'm not real privy to what was in those, but, you know, Leaf had a nice giveaway today. Yeah. Uh, uh, last C- night. Cut there auto was box. Yeah. A, a cut auto box. What did we get last night? What was Panini? It was oh, a, oh, a that's Mantle card. Right, the Mickey Mantle card, yes. Number to 200, yeah. right? So That's cool. So those those will be there. coming in the break somehow. I don't know what I'll do with them, but I'll figure out something. What do you, What do you think about the What do you think about Panini getting the Mantle license? What do, how do, How do you think that will come into play for breaking? 
excited about it. It'll be unlicensed though, yeah. so there will be no no logos on it. So to me, it's you know I I'm not a hardcore baseball fan or collector, but I know that is a very deep rooted passion for mantle cards. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have some customers who actually live in the New York area, and he is just over the moon about it. He's already trying to get this card from me. Oh, is he? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. That's crazy. So, you know, I'm sure there's some dynamics here with other distributors and people or, or manufacturers, but there apparently is going to be uh, memorabilia in there and, and jersey pieces and things that they're working on. Yeah, and I was just in a meeting where they're talking about doing, um like, full-size like give away full size jerseys and full size pieces and contracts and stuff. Oh full size mantles? Yeah, they're talking oh about doing a, um, like redemptions and uh, like a sweepstakes type yeah. thing. They're they're working on it now. Like well, they don't no do anything small, so Panini is going to. Yeah, well, they have they have tons of like signed documents of him, and then instead of like cutting out the document, putting it on a card. Yeah, they're talking about giving away the document, you know, and stuff like that. So That's I think they got a lot. Pretty smart. <laughs> they, I, they got a lot of stuff going on. I was just just came out of a panel thing. There so. you go. Very cool. Man. That's that's you know. I guess I shouldn't have been down hanging at the pool. I should have been at that panel. Did you go to the pool? <laughs> I did. Oh nice. my god! What a nice pool I that is. I had too. to look at it. It's been three days. It's the first time I've seen it, so I had to take a trip. I've down yet there. to be there. Uh, it, w- I can see it from my room though. <laughs> Give me air quotes over here. <laughs> Give me air quotes. <laughs> Paul Ponsworth. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Ponsworth. Hey man. Uh, what do you, all right. We, we we've reached our time limit. Yep. But uh, anything you want to say before we get off? Uh, thank you, as always. Okay. Thank you. Thank for you, sir. Making me feel welcome for helping build the TSB brand and embracing the community as um, collectors. Sure. You know, we had a lunch yesterday and got to find out that you guys are true collectors and what you do. Hey, I didn't know this. I know we're running out of time. But no, you, I no you're fine. I did not know that you guys handle the, the pricing different sports right yeah, yeah, for yeah, packet yeah that's yeah. that's very dope it's that's our, that's very tough <laughs> i always thought it was just a magical thing that's pulled out of the air but you guys actually do it yeah well, <laughs> that's neat it's uh paul paul has a monster on his hand because he has yeah. the, the football database football pricing and, and football is wow. uh somebody said it earlier it's football is now a 365 day product right it's, <laughs> there's no it's, breaks man they're just yeah, yep it's just well there's lots of breaks. yeah coming. but there's no no real breaks in the action can we talk about that the next time um sure because i am fascinated by that and how you do it okay. you know i'm sure you're not going to disclose every single uh, tidbit but there's got to be a general way that you seek out this pricing dude yeah we go to local flea market <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can tell you and it's I a check lot with Earl. It's a he lot more a lot. streamlined than what <laughs> it used to be. So what it used to be was twelve like our our pricing department used to be much larger. Mm-hmm. Like there's seven of us there, I think. I think there's eight now. Um it used to be twenty five or thirty people. And they would send twelve or fifteen people to a show mm-hmm. with notebooks and they would talk to, to oh, dealers wow. and write down the prices that, that they are selling for. What we do now is, is much more streamlined. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 you can just sort by various websites and things and look to see what's actually selling and sold. Yeah. S- similar to the houses for comps, if you're looking to buy a house nowadays, go right. look and you can you get an average value of what the houses are. Yeah, but, I, I remember but there's so many, dude. How do you do it? All the cards. It, it's the crazy. It's crazy. It's well, there's a lot of um, filtering that goes on. A lot of filtering. So our, our search Dang. engines are, are <laughs> better than most, I'll put it okay. that way. Yeah. So. And he does yeah. football. What do you do, Basketball? I do hockey. Oh, hockey. Okay. Yeah, I do hockey. Um Learned some things about the hockey price guy yeah. <laughs> lately. Yeah. Uh, some of the prices were way off, and I changed. I made changes to them, okay. and uh, some some people loved them, and some people didn't love them. So uh, the the biggest the biggest uh, complaint we have on a month to month basis is it, it, especially from passionate collectors, is why did this chart? Why did this change? A mm-hmm. lot of the times, it's a market adjustment, and it has to change. For example, Mitch Marner. 
when Mitch Marner Young Gun first came out, it was it was ninety to one hundred and fifty dollars. Okay, now you can pick up a Mitch Marner Young Gun for fifty bucks all day long. Okay, no problem. So now the price range is fifty one twenty, one twenty being the high end. So, Man. but but they don't understand that that the card went down and all, all they see is the card went down in value. They see the down arrows and yeah. that's 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 all they react to. But in in all actuality, we are just making it more reflective of the market and which is what we're supposed to be doing. Sure. You know, yeah. so I get quoted on a lot when I'll be talking to guys about trading and buying and they say book value is, you know, one fifty and I'll be honest, sometimes I go, Book value. Yeah. Like they're still <laughs> using it is my point. Right, right. right. And it's well, still very active and current. And right. Here's 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 an example of where our job is a little on the harder side. Matt Ryan, can we argue that he had an incredible year, right? Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. Incredible on fire year. prior to, you know, Super Bowl leading. Okay. The week before, a couple of weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, obviously they're flowing through the playoffs, going to get to the Super Bowl. I looked at his pricing, and I almost needed to lower his stuff. Yeah. His fan base is awful. Oh. <laughs> they're just not out there buying his cards. So the stuff that you would think would, like, all his autographs and his rookies and stuff, none of that stuff really ever shifted upward. Right. Because his fan base is not there. And that's amazing, you know, and people are probably thinking, looking at me going, oh, it's crazy. It's Matt Ryan. He's done this. He did that. He won the MVP. Very well, then little, show the fan base for it. If they care, yeah, you very know, they little should be buying them up. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they don't. <laughs> On so, a side note, sure. I have about 200 Silas red cards that I need some help with in pricing. <laughs> I think they're all worth about 15 cents right yeah, now. Yeah, I think they are, too. That's because he was a Redskin, a Cowboy, back to the Redskins, and now he's unemployed. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. Been it's awesome, guys. All right. Our next interview just walked in, so right. we're going to yeah, have to kick yeah. you out of that chair. Hey, thanks for joining us, and we are going to talk again very soon, as we always do already. So uh, don't be a stranger, and remember, just keep breaking. Just keep breaking. Just keep breaking. Holla. Holla. <laughs> Hi, this is Scott Schwartz from the movie The Toy and A Christmas Story, and you're listening to Beckett Radio. All right, guys. Uh, another break. We're back. Another break. This is like the longest show in the history of Beckett Radio. It really is. It really is. <laughs> uh, we should probably uh, like two-part it. Maybe so. But I probably won't do that because I'm lazy and I just want to put everything together. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, gracious. Man, this morning we, we went in uh, in the morning newsmaker se- uh, session. Uh, we, we heard from, from Steve Grad and, and a couple other guys. And then we heard from some guys uh, who had some products that they think that you should be having on your shelves. For sure. For sure. For, uh, I'm for sitting here looking at this, and I want to buy one. That's pretty damn cool. So, yeah, it is. Uh, Carvin from GTS uh, made the presentation. And then with us, we have Terry and Vincent from uh, Icon AI. Uh, Icon AI. Uh, first of all, we, we, we tweet, we're going to tweet a picture out of this. this is, these are just awesome. Really, really cool. And when you got done with your presentation, I was like, I, we got to have them on. Yeah, we just got to have them on. So, uh why don't you introduce yourself, Carvin? Uh, tell us your your history in the, in the hobby, and then what 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 this is, and uh, just tell us about it. Okay. Well, uh, right now I work for uh, GTS as a director of business development, so I look at new op new opportunities and uh, you know to carry, and then obviously this product is one of them. But going back in my history, I mean, I worked ten years at Upper Deck and developing brands. Um, some of the iconic brands like Exquisite was some of my brainchild back in the LeBron rookie year. So it was fun, you know, living those that, that time. And I also worked at Panini Thank you. for three <laughs> years. Yeah. Um, and, and also working on hockey, football, and um, basketball as well there. But afterwards, uh, you know, the, the uh, California weather had a calling. And I had to go back. And <laughs> now I work for GTS. But I, in, instead of just looking at trading cards, I get to look at all product lines. And this product line 
that we just saw, I, I, I just saw it like two days ago. It's unbelievable. It really is. It I really agree. is. Let's stop you right there. Terry, introduce yourself. Uh, Terry Smith uh, with uh, my partner, Vince Tong. We kind of founded Icon AI. And what we're trying to do is uh, bring something a little new to the hobby, um, try to create products we're calling smart collectibles. And these are collectibles, uh, whether it's cards, figures, whatever it may be, that actually connect to your phones. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, now, don't sell yourself short in the hobby, though. You had some, you had some hobby love back in the day with uh, with Flair and, and and Beckett. Go ahead and mention that too. All right. I will tell you that I got reminded of that uh, while we were here today, and that is, uh, gosh, I guess back in 1992, I was uh, telling the guys here that uh, there was a cover of Beckett. I think it had uh, Tim Hardaway on it, and it had an article on the Flair Provision cards. And uh, I was the original artist for Flair Provision cards back in '91 and '92. Well, I'm going to toot your horn to you. Yeah, play I want to say thank you. Those yeah. are cool cards, man. I'm glad you enjoyed them. We <laughs> tried to do something a little different then, and we're trying to do something different again. In this is really different, and it's really cool. And you play for Stanford. You play ball at Stanford. A long time ago, back in the '70s. Yeah, I'm an old guy. That's okay. I mean, oh. Basketball is basketball, man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure, absolutely. Uh, Vincent Tong. I'm here with my partner, Terry Smith. Um, quick backgrounds. Uh, you know, spent about a decade at EA producing games. Oh, wow. That's where Terry and I met. Okay. Um, and we, you know, we're very proud of what we're achieving here today. And we debut our product really at this, sh uh, at this summit. Okay. And we develop and design and manufacture everything pretty much in-house from the high craftsmanship figures to our mobile app to manufacturing on the floor, on the ground. Yeah. The guys who are managing manufacturing are, you know, my brother and my dad who's on the ground at the factory floor making this happen. So we have complete transparency in the craftsmanship, attention to detail we take on the figure and all the way to the packaging, which is part of the collectible. Okay. All right. So let's talk about what we're what, what we're actually talking about here. Uh, these how how tall are these? Uh, twelve inches. Yeah, these are about uh, roughly between eleven and twelve inches tall. Okay. And uh, it's they're they're basketball players. These guys started with basketball players. Yes. The 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 face, man. <laughs> that's James Harden's <laughs> face. Yeah, it is. It's that's crazy. So it's got uh, the whole beard working and yeah. everything. Are these man. vinyl figures? Is that yeah, what they vinyl, are? Yeah. Yeah. Vinyl. Yeah. Wow, these are absolutely amazing. Uh, who, okay, who's in the first run? Uh, well, the first run uh, will be, uh, we, we have permission from the league to do 10 players. Okay. First awesome. run will be uh, LeBron, okay. Curry, Durant, Harden, Westbrook. I'm uh, doing this from memory here, guys. Uh, Anthony Davis, uh, Damian Lillard, and uh, Blake Griffin, and Carmelo Anthony. Okay, I got I to gotta ask about the Anthony Davis is the is the brow there? <laughs> hey, one of the things that I prided myself on when we were doing the FLIR Pro Visions was capturing likenesses. Sure. And that's what people have been responding to with what we do. Um, we definitely, it's a kind of a character of the guy, but we definitely capture likeness. So if somebody's known for a unibrow, it, it's it, there. It's there? Well, look, take a look at Harden. What do you notice about one of the eyebrows? Oh, oh yeah. look at that. Yeah, look at okay. That. Yep. All right. He had stitches. It's there. You'll see a split in that eyebrow. Really? We paid yeah. attention to all the little details that make these guys who they are. That is amazing. That's awesome. Uh, Carvin, you brought up a good point about, about sneakerheads and how this product would relate to sneakerheads, the urban hip-hop culture. Tell us why you think that would work, because I, I can see it. Looking at this, I can see it. Well, number one, it, it's all about likeness. Okay. And in terms of all the figures out there, the likeness, the attention to detail is, is very important. They captured it in the heads. Also, there's a huge, for the base, they did a great job. They made the sneakers, like, gigantic 
and it's, and, and, and it's a great canvas for a lot of sneakerheads because now they can draw their favorite sneakers on these players. I mean, that's it's going to end up happening. We know that. We we've seen from other figures like McFarland's and all that that people re rechange the player and put their own player on there. The custom they're, market's huge in that right. because you know a player gets traded or moves to another team or something, and they change the whole thing so it's, this is set up to do something it's, it's, like that it's as perfect well. for it right so, so I, I think that there's an opportunity but sneakerheads have already they're already buying a lot of the like the inner bays they're, they're heavily into inner bays sure um then they're also buying other figures uh vinyl vinyl figures have always been popular amongst the the like a, it's like a lifestyle type item yeah it's of course lifestyle especially for the urban culture and i think they're going to attract it i mean it's going to be the first time i think that when you have this in your store you're going to attract a new demographic into your store, and they're going to like, wow, you've right. got to have this in the window. Right. For sure. it, yeah, for sure. It, it looks amazing. You guys did an amazing job. Thank you very this much. This is really stuff. Yeah. Now, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. let's definitely talk about the packaging. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was going to go next. Packaging is always what you see first, right? So you, you, you see things with your eyes, and this is just fantastic. I love it. Why don't you talk a little bit about it, who came up with the idea kind of, and, and how it all kind of come, came together. Uh, well, I guess the artist in me uh, just, I, I couldn't get enough here. So what I wanted to do was about presentation. Okay. Uh, what we've done, for those of you who, ha who haven't seen what we're doing yet, what we've done is we've stylized these players. Um, they're not kind of, uh, you know, anime or chibi. What we've done is create kind of our own unique style. They've got larger hands, larger feet, larger heads. Um, the bodies, and again, in terms of how we treated them, um, are, are very unique. What I also wanted to do was the packaging. So what we have here is essentially, you know, they're more works of art. Sure. And so I wanted the presentation to be that way. I look at them like jewelry, and I wanted to put them in like a jewelry box. So the whole concept is, you know, if you're proposing to your, your lady and you're giving her a diamond ring, you don't just hand her the ring, you give her the box. Right. So that's what we're doing here. We're giving you the box, the way it opens, the way the presentation. We want you to open it up and feel like there's something special inside. The way it opens is amazing. It, it is. It, it's it is absolutely amazing. amazing. And the players looking you right dead in the face and, geez. You know what this kind of reminds me of? Uh, um, NBA Jam. Do you remember NBA Jam? Oh, we, yeah. Both Vince and I, and uh, uh, EA was one of our clients. We both worked with them. So, yeah, very familiar with the product. It, it looks a lot like NBA Jam. Just, I want to yell boom shakalaka every time. <laughs> 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 so, but this is so much more than just a figure, right? Yes. This has the, the, yeah. the app component to it. So who wants to talk about the app component yeah, to um, this? I'll, uh, Go for it, yeah. So, and so one of the things we were looking at is how do we take uh, collectibles, you know, uh, how do we update them? To the next level. Yeah. Exactly. So if you think about buying a baseball card or any of the figures you have, if you flip over a baseball card, you're still getting last year's stats, right? Sure, right. right in yeah, this day absolutely. and age, when you've got a phone and you can put your phone and get instant um, stats, you can basically instant message your friends. So all of our figures um, have embedded technology that allow you to put your uh, Android phone, just put it right up to the figure, and that figure is going to come to life on your phone. Yeah. Uh, what you'll be able to do is not only interact with the figure, with the kind of stylized, animated version of the character, but you're also going to be able to get, you know, updated stats. You're going to be able to do different things in terms of actually playing with your figure, creating facial expressions, being able to send those to your friends. So we're doing a, a variety of things that allow you to not just have a bobblehead or a figure that just sits on your shelf, but something that you can interact with every day. Um, we can update the app hourly, weekly, by the minute. Wow. And so we're going to try to keep you entertained with that purchase. Yeah, that is, that's amazing, man. I, I came to the summit wanting to find something that was going to change the hobby, and I think this is it, man. This is 
So every single one oh, has a serial that. number on one look of the sneakers. And you can register yourself as an owner on the app. Wow. Well, that's very cool. Okay. It, <laughs> we <missed> done. <laughs> <laughs> and what? we missed one of the coolest things is we missed the fact that there's the magnet in the hand and the, the ball, ball that yeah. attaches to it. So it gives it that dribbling effect where he's holding the ball. Yeah. That's another great attention to detail, which is just yeah. awesome because the ball is literally just suspended in air, which is just sure. which is just great. You guys yeah. thought of everything. Well, again, like I said, it's a work of art. And if you were going to buy a work of art, think of your car. All you guys out there who love cars. Right. If you're going to go buy a car from somebody, you want the pink slip. Sure. You want to transfer that ownership to you. Sure. We're doing the same thing here. What okay. you're able to do is every figure is unique. Every figure has a unique number. Again, once you scan it into your phone, you know, that's yours. Sure. We know who you are. So if I want to sell it or trade it or whatever I want to do, I'm literally transferring ownership. Right. That's really cool, man. You guys, you guys kick this thing's ass. I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a lot, man. Glad you guys like it. I, um, well, so let's talk about SRP. Yeah, I was gonna, that was my next yeah. question. Let's talk about SRP. Uh, wh- where's that at? Where, I mean, where do you think you, it should be at? Well, right now, I mean, the, the current SRP with it, packaging and everything is going to be $130. Okay. However, these runs are going to be so limited. I don't, I don't even want to think what secondary market's going to happen. Sure. I mean, I, I imagine these going to go on shelves, and within weeks, everyone's going to be gone, and, and the demand is... We, we're already seeing from this show alone mm-hmm. and the few people that walk by, just the expressions, the, everyone's like, oh, i got to get this. i got to get this. And it's going to be limited. You know, yeah, okay. At the end of the year, just not the rest of the year. And, and, and realistically, we also want to get into the core trends, you know, the, the sure. sneaker heads sure. and, and, and also the, the, you know, the lifestyle, urban lifestyle people and, and let them have the shot. Because they're the ones that are making the marketplace for vinyls. Oh, yeah, and, right. And they love the vinyls. Sure. No. So we don't want to go into all the speculator hands. We want to get into the true collector hands. Of course. Yeah. I think this we is cool because this is going to transcend to all the guys at PC, just normal like James Harden cards. You know, right. I think the PC guys are really going to go. I can think of well. one guy off the top of my head right now that would literally give up a child to have that. <laughs> 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 well, yeah. what we're going to try to do is, uh, you know, we recognize we're coming out late. We've been working hard, uh, you know, trying to get stuff out for this season and sure. uh, where we are right now. Is we know we'll probably we're going to try to get out um, with GTS's help here uh, in May, uh, end of June. You know, uh, excuse me, end of May, beginning of June, which is right around the championship series. Sure. Um, but the re- part of the reason we're going to have a low production run on these is um, at the end of this year. Right now, Adidas has the uniforms. Right. Next year, Nike has the uniforms. Right. So even going into next year, we're going to have to change the uniforms on okay. everybody. So this year's run's going to be pretty small because sure. we're coming out late. Uh, we're going to try to be as authentic as we can to the uniforms and everything else that we're doing. And we know that, you know, for the 17-18 season, we're going to have to change all the uniforms and everything. So it's going to small run. so much more collectible and so much Exactly. Cooler. Probably exactly. so. Awesome. Now, are there plans to have other sports? Uh, yes, there are. Uh, right now, what we're looking at doing is just trying to, again, that's part of the reason for getting out this season with basketball is this is new. Um, I think you guys got a little bit of the demonstration, right? So yeah. people oh, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. figures and they have fun with them. But they're kind of blown away by, you mean they do something else? Ah, say, yeah, yeah, watch this. Right. Um, so this is new. So that's why I get it out right now, um, expose people to what I, Icon AI is, what a smart collectible is. And then, we're yeah, we hope to build on that. But we're kind of starting with basketball here and see how we do. Sweet. Awesome. Very, very, very cool. Uh, how, how do they get a hold of you, Carvin, if they want, to, they want inform- more information about this? Well, they got to contact our local retailers okay. and let them know they want to buy this. Okay. Um, and obviously, we will gladly, you know, anyone who wants to order it, we'll, we'll make sure that 
we'll get into their hands. Okay. Sure. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, that's going to do it for uh, this segment. As we got to get, we got to close up things here. So uh, thank you for coming on. This is blown my mind. I, I absolutely love it. I appreciate it. It was really cool. So, uh, guys, thanks for coming on. And don't be strangers. Let's, let's talk again. Yeah, like when you guys go live and whatnot, just you know, keep in touch with us. Let us know, and we'll definitely make sure that we're announcing that on the show. Yeah. Hey, these went live, or second series is coming out, or football, or whatever you guys do next. Let sure. us know, yeah. and we'll uh, we'll plug it for sure. We love it. Sure. Yeah. Very and cool. Thank you. And if you guys are on Facebook Live, too, just you know, let us know and see if we can get, you know, send you a sample, and you can show it on Facebook Live. Cool. Yeah, that would be great. That would be really great. Okay. Thank you very much, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Take care. Hey guys, this is Derek Ficken with Beckett Grading Services. You're listening to Beckett Radio, home of the best radio show ever. All right, Paul. Man, you know what? What's up, man? I haven't run a marathon like that in a long time. That is the fattest of packs days I've ever. Wait, let's be honest. I've never run a marathon. <laughs> let's be straight on. Yeah. I've never run a marathon. But what a day, man. Dude. Un. Stinking believable. I'm freaking exhausted just from talking. <laughs> <laughs> what a great, what a great job we have. Yeah, I'm it's a great job. Man. It's it. And I've never had fun more fun doing this podcast. No, without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah, great fun, great people. Yeah, great industry. What? Let's uh, let's let's start here. Where we start? What was your favorite interview that we did today? Today, man, it had to be it had to be the guys at the end, man. Oh yeah, it had yeah. to be the guys at the end, man. Terry, AI, and Vincent, Icon and, AI, and and Carvin, Carvin, yeah, yeah. yeah, killing it with that figure, man. That Those figure was dope, awesome. If I can, if I can steal a line from Chris Keller, that was dope. That was dope. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chris Keller's dope. Yeah, that was dope. My, that was my pun interview. That was your pun. Yeah, some people might not like that one, but I like that one. Uh, see what else we, uh, dude. You know, I really enjoyed sitting down with Lynn this morning. Yeah, man, thirty years in the hobby, and just. Like like I told her, she's probably the most genuine person, by far and away. And she's so sweet. Yeah. Uh, when they gave her the award that they gave her, you know, she was genuinely touched by that. She was, you know, absolutely, absolutely. That, that was really cool. Um, who else did we? Oh, um, and we we begun the day with with, with Mike Jasperson and yeah. and Nick Jasperson, father son uh, father son team. Mike first show in nineteen sixty sixty seven. He said, yeah, and hanging out with. The, Hannes Wagner's in the basements of you know, finding you know talking to guys about Hannes Wagner cards in in the basements of some random house in Maryland. Yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely I've crazy. Been in Maryland all my life, I never saw Hannes Wagner there. Look, look, <laughs> look at look at Jeremy bringing in the brew. For everybody. Yeah, there's a there's a party going on. <laughs> there's a party there. going on. Beckett has had a great day, and now they're all celebrating. It is. And um, we're wrapping this up, man. We are wrapping. This is going to be our final podcast from the Industry Summit. Um, but when we get back, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna have some more. Stuff, we get though. back, we're gonna have uh, we 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 set up an interview with uh, Greg from Leaf, mm-hmm. uh, Tracy from Panini, yes, and uh, Susan from Tops. Perfect. So they're all gonna join the show, and they're they're gonna just kind of give their perspective on uh, customer interaction, things like that. Uh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. So that show's coming up uh, probably early next week. We'll, we'll we'll sit down and record that. Yep. Yep. And then um, I think from the connections we made today, I think there's going to be plenty of more shows coming. Oh yeah, a lot, you know? lot of lot of things to follow up on. Yeah. Uh, a lot of big announcements this weekend we can touch on. Yeah, um, from weeks to come. Yeah, weeks yeah, to come. Let's talk about the biggest thing that happened today, though. Jeremy Murray got on the podcast. Oh, not the buffet. <laughs> Jeremy Murray was on the podcast. <laughs> Jeremy Murray got we on the podcast. We talked to him before. 
He's giving us the eh. <laughs> yeah. But you know what, though? When you put him next to Steve Grad. Yeah, put him next. What a team. What a team. Jeremy just, and Steve. awesome. Good stuff. Steve man. and Jeremy. So. Okay. Stuff. Uh, we're wrapping this up. We're wrapping it up. <sighs> what are you going to do? What are you going to do tonight, man? Dude, I got to get some buffet. You got some buffet? We'll get some buffet on. I'm going to soak it all in. Try to detox from the day and get ready for tomorrow, man. We still got a half day tomorrow. We still have a half day tomorrow. We got an awards program tomorrow. Yep. Uh, we got some breakout sessions tomorrow. Yep. We got newsmakers in the morning. You and I are hosting the newsmakers with Rob Bertrand. Who let's don't let's don't short. Rob was on earlier with us. He's amazing. Dude, really love love the guy. Yeah. Love him. Amazing dude. So yeah, we're we, gonna go to the Bellagio. I don't know. We might go see some fountains. I want to go see Piff. You do. <laughs> I want to go see the Magic Dragon. Fifth, the Magic Dragon. We gotta do something in Vegas. Yeah, we gotta go. To, we gotta. We, we, we gotta do a fat pack. Style. We gotta. Yeah, I'm wearing my fat pack shirt out tonight. Do it. I'm. I'm do wearing it. this out. Um, it's gonna be amazing. Do it. I hope it's gonna be amazing. As long as we don't break anything. As long as we don't break. Oh well, yeah. It's national treasures. National treasures. <laughs> I tell you what. Uh, this is what we. Uh, this is what we gotta do. Uh, okay. We gotta think. We gotta think. Kevin Isaac. Isaacson. Yes. For yes, um, just putting on coordinating this being the backbone behind it yep. and then tracy kaplan yep. who you, if you don't like again if you don't know who that is she's amazing yeah for sure she's amazing for sure uh, and then, uh, the rest of the team the, the whole rest of the team every everybody from beckett here busted their arse yeah you know fritzy priscilla bill doing yeah. this all of them every one of them and, and it, uh, it's been a great pleasure to be a part of this team sure and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to doing this again at the national. Knock knock. Knock <laughs> knock. <laughs> oh man, good it's, stuff. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, For sure. So guys, hey, uh, this is a loaded show. I kn- I know it's it's loaded. And if you sat down and listened to all of it, kudos to you. Uh, kudos to you. I don't I don't I don't think you'll be disappointed by any of it. But um, we just want to thank you for hanging out with us this week. Thank you for uh, helping us g- get here. Viva la fat. Hashtag Viva Las Fat Packs. Yes. That was really cool, you guys. Um, again, big shout out to Lisa Stiletto for for putting that bug in bird, <laughs> Bill's, bird and Bill's. Wow. Putting that birdie in Bill's ear. For she sure. said she said if we're not here, she's not coming. Yeah. And, you, and there's not a party and there's not a summit without her. Yeah. She, sure. She's been doing great. Mike Fruitman just doing big things, too. Yeah, um, impressive beard on that guy. Impressive beard. Yeah. Impressive so. beard. Impressive beard. He's the no lips guy. No lips. No lips anywhere. And then Fritzy. Fritzy, Fritzy made Fritzy yeah. made the show too. She did. She did she, make the show. She made the show. At good. this point, we're just talking about the people at the table. <laughs> we, are. we are. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do that. Uh hey guys, we will probably not have a regular scheduled show this week because we gotta wait for our stuff to get uh shit back. But we're we'll gonna have yeah, another show. But we have three shows to listen to this week. So yeah. go yeah. back, check them out, listen to them. Until next time, just keep listening. Cue the Drake.